The lines at the grocery store are already ridiculous, and it's not even the holiday season yet. It's going to get worse. Save time and skip those crazy lines with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. They deliver pre-portioned ingredients and recipes straight to your door so you can you know, just get right into the cooking. If you need to save even more time, they have 15-minute meals. How crazy is that? Get delicious food on the table faster than you can get it delivered. I love this, okay? It's easy for me. My wife isn't home. I got to cook for me and my son. Boom, bang, boom. With over 45 weekly recipes to choose from and over 100 curated picks from the HelloFresh market, you'll never run out of incredible food to try. They even have easy breakfast, lunches, and snacks that can be delivered along with your weekly box so you never have to stress out about what to cook or eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash YKWD free and use code YKWD free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash YKWD free. That's YKWD for you know what, dude. With code YKWD free. I already did Transformers Four as a joke. Why would I? I've already what do done mean, that What do you joke. mean as a joke? I just thought it'd be funny to be in Transformers. That's <laughs> why I did the movie. That is. Do you, know, do you know why I did it? Why? Because that's a really funny intro, and Yogi Bear 3D had kind of lost its like funny. Yeah, because that was like your intro for forever. Yeah. It's like for a while, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, from Yogi Bear 3D, TJ Miller. And then that had gone on a little while. It wasn't really working. So it's like Transformers 4, that's really. So then <laughs> I would make people introduce me and go, ladies and gentlemen, from Transformers 4, Age of Extinction, TJ Miller. And once a guy didn't say Age of Extinction, and afterwards I did great. I got off stage and I was like, can I talk to you? And he was like, what? That was great, right? You, you killed me. And I was like, can I talk to you? Like to him, I'm like, it's Age of Extinction. It's not Transformers 4. If it was just Transformers 4, then they wouldn't have put colon the age of extinction. <laughs> Do you understand? And the kids like can't tell if I'm funny. Like he's like, is this guy being funny? And I was like, you think I would say Yogi Bear without the 3D? Because <laughs> the title of the movie is Yogi Bear 3D. So I don't, is he sitting there I don't like, understand. How do and I he respond? was just like Yeah, and I go, I go like this. I go, but you know what? This is never gonna happen again. So <laughs> you don't even have to remember this. Jesus and I just, Christ. Like, walked away, yeah. And you didn't tell him it was a bit? No, I keyed his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKWD. I started the social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started. Before them all, YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? I'm sorry. It's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. <laughs> we have TJ Miller's in the house and Ian Finance. Finance? How do you say it? How do you like to You've said? known me for years. I know, but I've heard it five different ways. And you know how to say it, and you go, TJ Miller's in the house. And Ian, finance. Finance. 
Fight ants. Eh, whatever. Well, you know, listen, that's why you need a name that is easy to remember to yeah. pronounce everything. My yeah. actual name is Bian Rydonki. That's yeah, fucking <laughs> nuts. Bian Rydonki. And you got to hear my podcast, Bian Rydonki with Gordon. That actually does sound clicky. I, have, I like that. I have a small lesbian-looking woman named Gordon. There are two friends of mine that love saying the podcast name over and over, and it's you in different iterations. Turn your chair towards me. You're facing and him. Face the host. And Stavi. Who him and him and his buddy yeah, yeah, always go beam. Your camera is where's his camera? What is happening? That's better. Yeah, that's better. My favorite no. thing is the way you say stink. Stink? Everybody you fucking stink. stink. Who's the other person that loves Santa? Stavi. Santa? Stavros. So Stavros yes. is great. But here's the funny thing about both of you little youngies. Yes. As I met you when you were little babies in the business. Yes. And oh, I just saw darling babies. Saw little pictures of you the other day, and you were little tiny, cute little Fucking Baltimore buttons. Yeah. 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 You had the little fuzzy hair. I did. I you look like Larry from Three Stooges. Yes. <laughs> and you gave me one of the first chances to be on a, a big podcast. And uh, I, I'll never forget that. I, I think I've loved you from the second I met you. You have. Yes, I have. Took yes, me a day. Took me a day. I said, I don't care for this young gentleman. <laughs> but I took it 24 hours. I go, well, let's really think about this. Remember, my wife was like, what are you thinking about? You haven't looked or talked at anything. You've been looking out the window, and you've kind of been going. And every, she goes, every hour or two, you go, hmm. And then she said, then you woke up out of your, it was almost a night terror. And I went, it's fly dance. It's not fittance. It's not fight. It's fly dance. And then from there on out, I liked it. I had the same thing happen to me. It was a lot quicker though. Mm. I just went like this, finance! Mm. And my wife was like, what the fuck? See, when I first met you, that was two or three days where I just had to When take did we in, meet? When did we meet, dude? When did about? we meet? I feel like it was on this block. I was telling him, I call this the McDougal district. Oh. And I think that sounds cool, but also no one, it'll never catch on. I, I, you ever do I, anything like that? Come up with like, oh, this is cool. This yeah, might catch on. And then it yeah, yeah, YKWD, called, this podcast. <laughs> never caught on. For me, bisexuality. Sucking women's penises. On, on both of those, I think that stinks. <laughs> yeah. Stinks. Fucking stinks. It stinks. Sucking women's penises doesn't stink. Good it's for you. Yeah, you. I, I like that your generation's making it cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like Norton crawled so I could walk so DeRosa could, could run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could yeah. And then DeRosa stood up and then bent down. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. yeah. I got his upright and then DeRosa bent back over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of him, though. Somebody said, I thought this was so great. That Skankfest, for everybody that's politically incorrect, these guys don't give their anti woke, all this stuff. It's the only festival where everybody knew. The guy who, and as I can, this is what I, here's how I understand it, okay? He jacked off a woman and then sucked a guy's dick. No, no, mm. no, 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 no. Uh, he jacked off a woman and that so woman. So he could get hard. Sucked, sucked his dick. Sucked his dick. So he jacked yes. off a woman and he got Nikki. his dick sucked by a guy. And Nikki, <laughs> well, no, well, yes, nice. no, no, no. You a say woman. a woman. He jacked off, off a, a woman. woman. <laughs> And then got his dick sucked yeah. by the same woman. Yeah, by the same woman. Yes. Yes. And You're we all pretend that she's a woman, and they she's pretend that what he did is And strange. she's getting, she has a go- Oh, my God. <laughs> she has no, a go not they. He. He, yes. He no, she, 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 she. No. no she is great. Oh, Dorito. No, no, no I, I meant Dorosa. She. <laughs> He's a Rose, fucking yeah. she to me. Yeah, she, Rose is she, yes, no. and Nikki's a woman. If she's sucking girls' dicks, mm -hmm. yeah, then she is, is a she her. Yeah, 
It's a girls thing. Why can't it be a we? Well, don't it's you think wee. it'd be funny? Don't you think it'd be funny? What if it's a we? If we all sucked each other's dicks right now? Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be wee. a great podcast. What, wouldn't it, wouldn't it what be if funny? we did it and he didn't do it and he just goes, fuck it, weirs, and walks this out? stinks. <laughs> you guys suck dick bad. You know what, dude? It's not that bad. <laughs> Sucking dick or having your penis uh, filleted. You know what's funny? What, I cannot. Filleted or filleted. Filleted. Is that a word? Fellatio? Filleted. Yeah. Oh, filleted is like, I think of Filleted's like filet mignon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> What's up? What's crazy? I, this is crazy because you guys both have the same energy, which I, I love. Yeah. It's very manic, but it's yeah. very uh, improv. Thank you. And uh, crazy. Thank Let's you. suck each other's dicks. Yes, why not? Let's do it. I can bring. Let's one of us transition. Right now. I think it's you. You think I'm going to transition? I think you'd be. what? I think this I one's think halfway the there. <laughs> Now that is that is you, you would just definitely an F to M, right? Oh no, <clears throat> and he's I, the sweetest I, guy I've met. I would describe that as like um, I saw him sucking dick, and he kept rolling his eyes. Are you a sucking dick? <laughs> That's how straight he is. That's he was. He was <laughs> suck- oh, oh please, he's so straight. He was, he was sucking a dick. If this was a thing. He was sucking a dick. Going, there better be a pussy at the end of this dick. <laughs> This dick. <laughs> a pussy at the end of this dick. It was like this one, two, three. <laughs> How punch. many licks? <laughs> so let me let me ask you a question. I don't know when we met. Was it on the street? I think so. Because you were you were. Where did you start comedy? I started in Chicago. In Chicago, but then you went to LA. And I went to Los Angeles. I was in uh, New York trying to at least do spots and figure something out. And then I got a job in Los Angeles, so I went out there. It was like a television pilot, and then that got picked up. And then I was trapped in Los Angeles for eight I years. met you. I know where it was, dude. Where? I met you on Opie and Anthony. Heaven. Oh, oh the yeah. The movie. Um, great movie. Horror movie. I. What was the horror Cloverfield. movie? Cloverfield. Cloverfield, which was, by the way, a, a, a movie that is forgotten about when you talk about horror or mo- like scary movies. And one of the scariest fucking yeah, movies. Because sure. you combined like the Blair Witch shit. You had the camera, right? You had yes. the, right? Yeah, and I think, you know what's interesting? People say that Cloverfield, <clears throat> it's just forgotten, not mentioned. I hear people be like, I think She's Out of My League is the most underrated movie. I'll hear I like that. It's Christmas Party, nobody. And it's like, no, it isn't underrated. And also, it's not forgotten about. It just... It's so good that it has that specific. Nobody like when you bring it up. I like I'm like that is not under. I didn't. Did I say underrated? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think mm-hmm. forgotten about. Forgotten I about. It's right. different. Have you seen Cloverfield? And he also said seen underrated. It? Hasn't seen it. You did. You said seen it. it. I didn't say no. Oh, he said it? underrated. No. You seen Cloverfield? Never. You didn't see Cloverfield? No. But I've watched. Well, He's out of my league so many times. Let's I see what we got. Here. I apologize. I apologize. I got a job at TSA because of you. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> no. He still has it. Yeah. Um, and dude, it's not going well. But no. you you did the you did dude. Cloverfield. You came in as an actor. Great actor, too. You were dude, awesome in that. And then I found out you did stand-up. And you then, said, fuck that. No, guy. not at all, dude. You wound up hosting an award show. Yeah, the Critics' Choice. And I was fucking floored. Uh, I thought it was... I thought it was you were the first one to actually do something different than going up and doing a monologue and, you know, hey, blah, 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 blah. You went up, you did this thing with all these. I oh, said the second one with, a, I had puppets. You had puppets. Where, you know those Michael Jackson dancers that have the, like, it's puppets. There's, like, two of them on either side, and anything they do, the puppets do also. 
So we decided to do that in the opening right. of the show. And yeah, that was, I had a sketch group in Chicago. Yeah. And basically I hired those guys and we turned both, I did two of the award shows, the first one and the second one yeah. that I did. Uh, we just turned them into sketch comedy shows for us. You we never had SNL. Yeah. We never had Magic. We never really had anything that we could put sketches on on television. Yeah. And the funniest fucking thing, Nick Vatterot is this comic who's brilliant. He's the best. And he's the best. He is the fu- I have sat sorry, I yeah, and you Dave, would you I would love that was the best. But no, go ahead, guys. Well, go ahead. No, you know what? He's the David Tell of Robert Kelly's. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I was going to say that. You see what I'm saying? I Without do. Without that connection, he's just not that good. I've okay, sat good. and played his albums for people to watch so their funny. reaction because it's so funny. No. His, his album with the pimple. Who is this guy? So Nick Vatterott? Nick Vatterott. I don't, so he, do I know him? Uh, no. So here's Bring him up on the thing. When he, w- when he was in New York, that he was guy? only doing Brooklyn. Oh, that's the critics' no. choice. <laughs> he was only doing mostly Brooklyn shows and sort of all shows. And the he creek. never really got into clubs at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's now in Los Angeles. He writes for Bill Maher. And uh, he did the funniest thing on Jimmy Fallon. You'll ever see that's him. Okay. And so he he and I were talking about this, and we started cracking up because in the Critics' Choice Awards, we did a thing where I was like, I'm going to get shot out of a cannon because <laughs> I think that's an important thing from show business. I love cannons and the people who get shot out of them. You love so cannons. Gonna, so I got I do. Except Why do Mike, you love cannons? If you I, know, <clears throat> every time I look at a gun, I'm like, that could have been a cannon. Could have been bigger. Could have been bigger. Could have been bigger. Maybe I have, uh, you know, kind of a, there's something I'm... Cannon Cannon envy. Yeah, can, cannon, you have cannon envy? Okay. I know it. Uh, so I got in the cannon. This is all on television with, like, uh, like people in the audience are like, Warren Beatty is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's what packed. Year is this? What John year is this? Voight. I don't know. 1972. 1972. Oh. And <clears throat> you weren't born yet. Yeah. I get in the uh, the cannon. I look like I was. Like I'm going. I'm going. I get in the cannon, and then the cannon explodes, <clears throat> and just my head lands right next to Jessica Chastain's table. <laughs> and then I I introduce the commercial or the next award. Just my head yeah. right there yeah. next to Jessica Chastain. And I love. We were laughing so hard at the idea of like. Why did it just blow my head off? Where is the body? Uh, oh, what, how could that have happened? That's great. That's uh, the best. Dude, can I ask you a question, though? Were you nervous about doing this shit, or do you not give a fuck? You seem like the type of guy, I don't give, I'm don't. i doing what I do. I am who I am. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go do it. You gave me the job. I'm just going to go do it. I think it's, yeah, for sure. I actually, <clears throat> weird. You've always had a weird uh, fucking lot of confidence. It's not really confidence. So we were talking about this earlier. It's just um, I actually don't give a fuck, which is very um, alluring to Hollywood until you're they like are like, well, find out that you really you don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Like, no, I, I don't give a fuck. And they're like, well, I you want to leave? This is a very successful television show. If you do two more seasons, then you'll have a boat. Don't yeah. you want a boat? And I'm like, nah, I don't really give a fuck about that. I like my wife's cool. I want to live in Manhattan. I want to be a stand-up comic. I want to be like. Robert Kelly. I want to be like a Manhattan comic, kills the clubs, plays all over everything. And they're just like, come on, this is, you got to play by our rules. This is, yeah. this is how you're supposed to. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. So that helps me do things like that. Right. But then it hurts you in different arenas, but it's okay. It's like, because I actually am a nihilist. And part of it may be I'm brain damaged. Yeah. So I, or not, sorry. I'm sorry. What, Take what, that back, and I what? would like, you don't have to edit it, but I would like to walk that back, okay? Well, 
What? My neuropsychologist, my neurologist, my brain. I'm not brain damaged. I had a brain injury or a trauma before I was born. It's an AVM, arteriovenous malformation. And in 2010, while I was filming Yogi Bear 3D, it uh, hemorrhaged. So I had to have a golf ball-sized piece of my right frontal lobe removed. Really? And that led to, even before that, but manic energy. We're still, we need to get him a CAT scan. ASAP. I mean, 100%. <laughs> I want to do it right now. be all over his face. I mean, you have, you have it. <laughs> and uh, once that was removed, I have a lot of sort of manic stuff. And because of that, before I knew about this, I drank so much. It was a depressant, smoke weed depressant, nitrous oxide depressant. And I've never once wanted to do cocaine or I don't drink coffee. I only drink this because you are. I got the same thing as you. I don't want you to do that for me. I don't, is that going to affect you? I don't think so. Okay, good. Do you, you have nit nitrous oxide, like the stuff that Vin Diesel uses whip to go it. fast? Yeah. No, <laughs> whip it. Oh, whip it. Not oh, I NOS. Thought, I thought it was Nitrous. Well, Sorry, I'd, yeah. I'd suck an exhaust pipe. If the... I did I did that back. I was at the right rave. It was attached to a lady. Never been to one. Back to the hogs. Um, so no, but you you had you had uh so, yeah, I, I thought you'd be bald by now, by the way. Your hair is holding on tight. No, but it also looks good. Yeah. Looks said, great. Oh, here, show, show. Let me see it. Well, I've been wearing a hat all day. Let and a bandana. It. Dude, your hair just rode here from better. fucking it looks, it looks better than the pictures you've shown me of it. It's cooler. It's more stand-up comic. Do you, it's more I don't give a fuck. Do you think that you might have some of that? Do you think there might be something wrong with your brain? What? I don't give a fuck, Itis? Yeah, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. You have the same thing. Yeah. You've never given a fuck. Free. That's what I am. I'm naming my special yeah, wild hat. I knew that's why I liked you. Also, I think he and Jordan Jensen get along well because she gives a fuck. She gives <laughs> every moment of every day, every yeah. second, she is giving uh, a fuck. She cares. So yeah. I feel like you guys no. kind of, you know, you sort of even each other out. It's this yin-yang type of thing. But to mm. circle back around, it's like, so I don't know if that contributed to it or what, but I'm a positive nihilist, which means none of this means anything. Yeah. But... I don't do the thing where it's like, look at you, religious, look at you, oh, Catholic, you yeah. fucking idiots, Hindu, you won't eat beef. That's not it. If nothing means anything, then anything can mean everything. And so you make your own meaning. So anything that you think that's the meaning of life, I'm like, perfect. You did it. I'm glad you built it up. Yes. Somebody else goes, I believe in Hare Krishna, I believe in, or I, I'm a Catholic is my God, and all of you are going to hell And this. Uh, that's great. Cool. That's what you decided to make all of this mean. Mm. But for me, I sort of, I believe it's comedy, absurdism. Absurdism is sort of nihilism with a smile. Yeah. Kind of a laugh or a chuckle. And then outside of that, it's really easy to just kind of go through life being like, that doesn't mean that much. I still get angry. I still believe very much in certain things. Yeah. But those are things that I've kind of chosen. And so in this, I was like, <clears throat> first of all, I got the job. Because I got a Critics' Choice Award, and when I got up, I didn't know I was going to win. And I got on stage. I had shoved a bunch of chocolate in my mouth <laughs> because they film everybody who loses. And I thought I was going to lose. So my joke was I turned to Kate. That's my wife, Kate. I turned to Kate. I go, okay, when they announce it, eat a bunch. Like, just fill your mouth, like, real quick. And she was like, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, just do it. She's not you know? a nihilist. Well, yeah. <laughs> that and she cares? she's like, I'm a girl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't want to be on camera with my face. So gross. Food. Yeah. So then they do it. I'm like, oh. And then they announce me, and I win. I'm a whole fuck. So then I go on stage, and I still have food in my mouth. 
and I do my thank you speech, but I make fun of the whole thing. I say how it doesn't matter. That's, that's worth actually bringing up. But I do that whole thing, and then I got off stage, and I was like, that was hilarious. Like, right. how funny was that? And then they called me, like, will you host this next year? No shit. From and, that. And then when I did the thing, Vaderot and all these guys, CJ Sullivan was on there. So many, so many great uh, writers, too many to, to mention. But we went on, we did the first, we did it the way we wanted to, we made it crazy. And then uh, they liked that we didn't give a fuck so much in the hosting of it that they gave me the second. And for a while, I was like, I'm going to do That's this. That's fucking awesome. Forever. I'm gonna go ahead and, well, not forever, I but I was like, I'll keep that. doing this. I think it's fucking hilarious. Let me see. Put your headphones on. I want to hear this. Great. Yeah. What? So, I stood up before. I mean, I yeah, dude. Up. That was real. I'll stand up. Too. Yeah. I'll stand you know what? Up. I'm going to, I just smoked some fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, seriously. Fucking, I mean, you, you wait. Most people wait their whole life for this stuff to get to that thing. And you get there and you treat it as it should be treated. And that's why comics rule. That's why funny people rule. Because we'll take a situation like that where you might be nervous. You might overthink it. You might be, And you were like, I'm going to fucking make people laugh. I'm going to have a good time. I'll make my wife laugh. Jam the shit in your mouth. You go up. You look at her. And you're like, you say her. I mean, fuck. That's why comics rule. But I think you're absolutely right. And first of all, you saying that is like such, val such incredible validation. Because that's what I did. I just went up and I was like, this is like a stand-up set. Yeah. That's just what this is. And the best thing I can do with it is just be a comic and just come at everything. Fuck with the audience. I'm talking, yeah, making yeah, fun yeah. of the room. I'm making fun the, of the, the award. The award. This crystal everything thing. Everything like that. And even like a comic, <clears throat> I got off stage, not immediately, but like I saw it later and I was like, man, it'd be kind of funny to like have started talking into the award. <laughs> and then kind of, and so oh, yeah, it's like, like that thing, that, I should have done that. Yeah and, yeah. and even, you know what, next time, oh, there isn't going to be an next. Well, time. I would have ended it with like, thank you. I'm Ian Finance. Have a good, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I've ended, I ended a wedding speech like that because I was so used to. <laughs> oh yeah. They, that's my time. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I, be, can I be honest <laughs> with you guys? Your I'll be honest with you. I would have fucking failed as a comic. <laughs> I would have got sentimental. I tell you, I'll be honest with you. Know, the first, the first, good. you did a little. That's good. Like, yeah, but I would have been like me a Sandler. I would have me. I would have gave a speech. Like I would have been like, guys. Yeah, but that would have been perfectly. I wouldn't have been. I like this. That's who you are. You know, the first time I sold out. This is the bisexual component. Huh. Right. Yeah, he's that's good. The first time I sold. The first time I sold out the Wilbur in my hometown. Yeah, yeah. At the end of it, I I I looked up at this full theater, first time in my life, and I went. I just want to thank you guys for coming. You know, this really means a lot to me that you guys. And I heard somebody in the crowd go, "Oh boy!" Ah! <laughs> and I, that's fucking Boston. I'll never that's forget it. I went. I shouldn't be. I'm getting too emotional. I was like, "Thank you, good night." I was about to give a speech. Yeah, that's nice. And I heard, "Oh boy!" That's I, nice. And I think it was that's my nice. uncle. Yep. <laughs> but Boston, that's kind of perfect. It's like you want to yeah, say yeah. thank you, Boston. It's my hometown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't like that. Beat like, it up, buddy. Dude. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. The bars yeah. close in fucking yeah. ten minutes, dude. My uh, <laughs> my uh, opener in Boston. Is always um, it's great to be back in Boston, the birthplace of racism. Yeah, uh, and they all are like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we fucking yeah, yeah. God damn it, uh, we need to bring I, it back. He's right. 
if you get up there, what they liked, I think, and why that works is I was being sincere. That yeah. authentically is what I felt about awards. Yeah. It's all that. And so if I went up there and did a sappy speech, then people would be like, oh, boy, this guy, so much for the guy who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But if you went up there and tried to not care, then that looks bad because yeah. you do care and you are an emotional sure. guy. And people, every time you come on stage and you speak from that authentic place, someone in the audience is like, oh, boy. Yeah, but you know what? You know what did it for you though, which I love, is that you went. If I win, if I don't win, I'm not going to win. Let me. What can I do that will be funny on camera? Yeah, what's that and funny, you fun thing? stuffed yeah. your face, and then as soon as they went, this is how funny. This is why it's even better. They said your name, and you grabbed more food and jammed it in your face. Went up there, and that's why Ricky Gervais, I think, was funny yeah. because he he's like, no, you did it. It's not me. You fucking hung out with a pedophile. Mm -hmm. Not any... Because actors... The, the thing that sucks about actors that they don't have is they have to play the game. They can never get out of it. You know what I mean? No, it's true. And I, I did an exit interview about Silicon Valley. And I was like, it'll be refreshing if I tell them honestly what it's like to be on a television show, which... Certain people you have problems with. Certain actors can be selfish or too much acting. Other people are incredible. Some people steer the ship. All this kind of stuff. And then, like oh, an idiot, I like trusted Hollywood. So the Hollywood Reporter journalist was like, "Ooh, this will be good. I'll leave Juicy. out all the positive yes, things." Yes. Yep. So he didn't print anything that was positive, and he just printed me basically like railing the show and being like, "Fuck yourself" yeah. and all this oh. stuff. Yeah. And I remember when Catherine Heigl said something bad about uh, Knocked Up. And it, like, fucked up her career. Yeah. But she said that in the context of a bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. And they just cherry-picked it. So that, like, created a big problem for me. And a bunch of stuff I thought was funny. Like, they were like, what did you think? And I was like, the writers, uh, all those Harvard, that crimson trash. They all think they don't they're get better it. than everyone. Right, all right. that. And it's like, well, clearly I'm not serious. Like, they're just a bunch of fucking idiots. Well, they're yeah. not idiots. They went to Harvard. Yeah. But that joke just didn't connect. He took it. Yeah. So I think that is the frustrating thing about being an actor. You do have to play the game. And I think Hollywood basically, if they're like, you're not playing the game, I don't blame them for kind of going, <clears throat> we have to live in L.A. We have to yep. play the game. We have to pretend like money is the most important mm -hmm. thing. We have to tell everybody that this piece of shit that we made is actually uh -huh. incredible and we believe it and we're behind it and it has so much behind and the message that it gives to the children. We have to do all that. And so if you don't want to live in L.A., if you don't want to play, play the, the game, game you don't all say, then fuck you, man. Because yeah. the only thing we can do is cut you out of it. And I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying I believe that there is just a huge contingent of people out there that don't want to live in L.A. They don't want to play the game. They don't want to do all this stuff. So I don't blame them for looking at other people who aren't doing that yeah. and saying, man, fuck you. Yep. You don't you don't deserve to be here because you're not willing to mm -hmm. play the game. Yep. And I actually, now the more I'm in New York, the more I'm like, A, I understand it. B, I empathize with it. And C, I see how a lot of them, right? And this is a blanket statement about Los Angeles. A lot of them- Are gay. I mean, you're half right. <laughs> an old bisexual bit. Thanks. Um, I love his voice. A lot, a lot of these people, they couldn't do New York. They couldn't cut it yeah. here. They can't yeah. make it. They're not going to. And I think that that's a tough thing. And I had one, one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, for sure. 
I asked him, he's a real West Coast guy, North, North Cal, really. And I said, if you ever wanted to live, because we were arguing about something, else, I go, if you ever wanted to live in New York, if you ever wanted to do, do I had no idea what he was going to say. Because this guy's right. fucking, he made movies that changed children's lives and stuff. Mm. He's that fucking huge. Yeah. And John Water. I, exactly. <laughs> Specifically, was it? Flamingo. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, it, Divine was inspiration for Ursula. Uh, yeah. Yep. Changed your life. Yeah. <laughs> I love a fat, mean bitch. <laughs> Especially with a fat, mean dick. <laughs> I would have took offense to that a year ago. So I, I said, would you, uh, you look great. Thank you, brother. You too. You, uh, you know, would you ever live in, you know, New York? And he took a beat and he goes, I've always wanted to live there for a year, you know, to go through all the seasons, but ah, it's too cold, it's dirty, and I just stopped listening to him because I realized here before me I had a titan of the entertainment industry, of creativity, of world culture, mm -hmm. and he was like, be fun to visit, because <laughs> basically behind that was, no, I, I wouldn't do that, yeah. I can't do that. Right, I'm not right. going to, all these people, have, there's too many people, it's too dirty. What are you, crazy? The rent's so high. There's a thousand reasons not to live here, and the one or two reasons to, that you should live here trump all that. They, yeah. they fucking flatten all of the reasons that you can't live here. And I think one of the things was, especially seeing you live in a club, seeing a tell, seeing... There's just certain Jim Norton. You see these people that I know are the, you know, again, titans of stand-up comedy around the table, the seller. You guys almost, you were the people that made the seller the seller, but also your own thing. It wasn't just like he's a seller comic. It's like he's Robert Kelly because he plays the seller. Right. Because he's part of that crew, yeah. you know? Yeah. And all of that. To me, when I first came here and I saw Artie Fuqua up at Dangerfields and he was like, I just came from uptown. I got to be at the cellar at this time. They're like, all right, we'll bump the next guy so you can go up. I'm like, he just came from another show and he's headed to another show. He's about to go into a packed audience and fucking kill. I was like, what is this world? Yeah. What is this fantasy land for a stand-up comic where you can do this much in front of these crowds and all that stuff? That to me, that plus Kate and I always wanted to live here. It's like, what, what's the problem? Yeah. You know, what are you saying? It's true, Subway's though. Subway's really packed. But also, like, you said something. You said, can I just say something real quick? Please. You said something when you do these interviews. When I was on that show with Dennis Leary on FX, and we would, you know, it was a different level of fame where it's like, you know, you're doing these press junkets. You're being treated like a star. I'm literally sitting next to, like, Jennifer Lopez on a yeah, red yeah, carpet. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And everybody else is just doing it. And then I remember when I was doing the press junket and they'd pair us off, right? And I would, I'd always try to be funny mm -hmm. and make it interesting. None of my stuff, the stuff that made it in was the boring stuff. Yeah, thank the, you. This is so exciting to be a That's the shit. I didn't get anything. They cut all my stuff out. And I was killing. Mm -hmm. Like I was at the, yeah, you, you go table to table to table and I was fucking murdering. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking taking over this yeah, press yeah, junket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing. They, they couldn't use any of it because they had to use, you know, I can't believe I get to work with this person. And, F, right, you know, this right, right. The stuff we're talking about and the fact that we have these, they needed, they wanted that. Because if they could, I didn't say anything negative. I wasn't doing, I was just being funny. And funny doesn't, they don't want it. It doesn't translate for some reason. Or they're sort of scared to do 
They don't want to deviate and be the one that has you killing and crushing whatever. And so that's another thing that's tough is you've got a lot of people in any world, not just Hollywood. You have people in any world who are like, I don't want to be the, I'm not sticking my neck on a lawn. I don't want to be the guy that puts this out there. They don't like it. And then I get fired. Everyone's mm -hmm. protecting their job. Yeah. And I feel with stand-up comedy, you don't really work for anybody. You work with people. And the comedy seller is a little different because of how precarious the booker and the owner and if you get cut out of it and this and it, I said the wrong thing, why have I stopped being booked? There's, there is a component of the seller that feels very much like you've got a long way to go before you feel like you're a collaborator mm. and not a comic that works the seller. Yeah. But I think for the most part, if I go to a club anywhere in Erie, Pennsylvania... If I don't like the club or the staff, I don't work there again. If they don't like me, I don't work there again. So, but if we both have a good time, then we're gonna do it again, right? And I, at least right now, I'm not in a position where I'm like, please, please, will you book me? Yeah. And they're not in a position really where they're like, please, please, will you work with us? Mm -hmm. Because, so it's more that type of relationship. Well, that's, a, that's what, the last couple of years I told my wife, I think four years ago, I was like, I'm not working clubs, I don't like. If I don't, I'm not doing it. I don't, because if I, yeah. I'm, I'm, it hurts me that's, too much. That's inside. the top level. That's the yeah. highest you can get as a stand up comic. When you can say you, no, choice. You decide where, yeah. It, yeah. 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 I work. Can, yeah. can I say something? Yeah. Two things. One, you, I, sorry. what? Do you, I just think you're adorable. A, Go ahead. Oh, Give up. Go ahead. I always say, when a comic from I respect, I, I all I've ever wanted to be is a great comic. I love comedy, and to echo TJ, like I came up on Tough Crowd in the cellar, and I moved here at eighteen, and like I would corral my friends to come to the cellar. I'll never forget one time I wished you good luck in the hallway, and you're like, "Thanks, bud." And I was like, "Robert Kelly, Chad, thank you." You know, 100%. like at 18, I'll never forget, Sherrod called me a Muppet. I was in the front row, and I, like, was with a girl, and I was like, oh, my God, it's amazing, you know? So, like, you just this, it out. This, this is, you know, being here on this block, the McDougal District, is, like, you know, everything is a dream, and it's so amazing and wonderful. And I always say, when a comic moves from L.A., to New York, because New York is, like, the mecca. This is a breeding ground for great yeah. comedians. Yeah. All the respect in the world. That is amazing. I love it. And when a New York comic moves to L.A. to be like, well, I'm going to blah. I'm like, boo, you stink, you know. Yeah. But to leave not only L.A., but a a uh, role in a show and this this thing that people have worked and clawed for to be like, no, I want to be a fucking comic. That is, to me, like... The, the that is like the coolest fucking greatest thing to like because at the end of the day it's it's all comics and comedy like there's so many actors that get to a certain point like I was thinking like Jim Carrey like he got to a certain point that he's like well I'm not doing comedy again yeah. you know yeah. and like to, to he got to a certain point where he's like I'm not doing movies again I'm yeah. gonna go paint well, well, that's the thing, though. To give up right. comedy you know for that I mean? is, like, like, wild. That's, that's crazy. But to go back to that's comedy and have that be the thing. Well, here's like, the thing with stand-up comics, though. Re Jim, Car Jim Carrey was a funny guy. Mm -hmm. There's, You know what I mean? He was a funny... But when you're a stand-up, it's, it's in you. Like, you yeah. can't not do it. Even on a bus, an elevator... Wherever the even hotel lobby award show, I, award show, yeah. it just comes out and it's there. Whether you do it in, at an improv for five shows, yeah. fucking killing yourself, yeah. or you do it at an award show, it just comes out. 
You know what I mean? That's true. And that's how I feel about Michael Keaton. I was she just going to say Michael Keaton. Yeah. I was just going right? to say that. And, and we, I, we believe you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Settle oh, down. Excited. He's excitable. Yeah. Your father that's call you a liar? Defining adjectives of Ian Fighting. Yes. Excitable. Excitable. He's just is there another actor? Is, is there a better one? Yvonne. I think it's more than excitable. Yeah. I think what? it's something explosive excitement. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you guys are same watch. So, but I do, I think. Right, Michael Keaton, even maybe David Letterman, right? Whoa. Jay Leno. Although, you know what? That's wrong. Jay Leno is a comic. Jay Leno is a comic. Still he's fucking still, going back. Yes. Letterman is it. not a comic. Yep. Letterman is not a comic. Nope. And so I think Michael that, Keaton wasn't a comic. But he got up yeah, he at was. the comedy store. He got up at the comedy store, but he's he's still going up now? No, no, no. But that's no. what I'm saying. No. The people that are comics and then they stop. How about the like people even that- Robin Williams. He kept- he came Dude, here. Oh, for sure. Oh, dude, nicest guy in the world. Yeah. yeah. He, I met him downstairs one night. Three months later, I was in the hallway standing next to him nervously. He goes, hey, Bob. I went, what the fuck did you just say? It's your name, Bob. I was like, this motherfucker knows my name. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, it's Bob. You know, but but he he would go up and do stand-up. Want to hear a funny thing? Yes. He came into the cellar Always. one night with Colin Quinn. Yeah. Me, Norton, Colin Quinn, and Robin Williams comes in. Jesus. And we're like, what the fuck? And Robin went off, but on Colin, but like one of his improvs, like, oh, Colin Quinn, huh, 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 and you suck, you know, yeah. Colin just fucking getting angry because we were dying laughing. And the more we laughed, the more fucking Robin was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, the, and they pick up the thing, and, and Colin Quinn, and Colin was like, okay, we, <laughs> dude, it was one of the greatest nights of my life. And yeah. then Robin was like, oh, right, see you later. And he was like, you fucking, I was about to hit him. We were yeah. fucking howling. <laughs> It was so great. I love, love Robin Williams. Yeah, and I mean, those, that's sort of what Can I'm I say saying. something? You lived in L.A. as a stand-up, right? Yeah, for okay. a long time. Con why do L.A. comics... Suck? No, that, this, is, this is what I'm... I'm not going to say that because I do... I You're think, taking them back to a bad place. I'm it's saying this. Why do L.A. comics have such a thing with East Coast comics? Like, you know, they're like, you East... They have this thing where we... I feel like they think we hate them. Yeah. We think they suck. I like we a lot have, of LA comics. I, I think it's because we have the luxury of getting up a bunch and they don't. And but imagine they do. if you got yeah, but they it, have the it's store. They, 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 don't. they really they don't. don't. And somebody always said this to me, and I this this is really what it's like there. There's so many fucking comics because everybody moved. There's a lot of comics in New York, don't get me wrong. But so many good comics have moved there. And there's so little stage time. There's only three clubs. There's the Comedy Store, the Laugh Factory, I'm a Factory comic, and then the Improv, and that's it. And there's the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa Beach. That's 45 minutes away. So there's only really three re real clubs. Now, they're all right next to each other, mm -hmm. which is good because if you're passed at each of them, then you could theoretically do... I think my record in Los Angeles is five shows. That's it. Wow. Might be four, to be honest mine's, with you. Mine's and I had to... No. I had a, in I had Los a driver, on you put on the hazards... Oh. A, yeah, on this block, on this you block. do that on a Wednesday. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. And so, so it's like, um, wait, how many did you do? Thirteen. That's what I'm saying. And my record here is eight, and I'm like, I can do more, but that was on a weekday. But still, it's like, yeah. it is amazing. So you do a month's worth of shows for a lot of comics yeah. in one night. In a night, yeah. And I think... Weekend. Yeah, I was in Los Angeles, and I had just gotten there. And I was on a television show called Carpoolers, and I'd done Cloverfield, a forgotten film when horror films. It fucking is. It is. It is. It's crazy. I right now don't remember what we're talking about. I'm going to tell movie. you right now, 
You're TJ Miller. I'm Robert Kelly. We're talking about Cloverfield. Fucking terrifying movie. Terrifying. And, and, and just unexpected the way it was made. Like, is this real? You know, it's it don't spoil the ending. I've never it seen it. It was a monster. No. Listen, dude. Stop. It buddy, it was so good. I'm telling you, and it never, we, this Halloween, I was going over horror, scary movies, scary. And it, and I'm like, fuck Cloverfield. Yeah, you're right. They never mentioned they it. They never. Doing Halloween scary movie list. Now I realize it is forgotten. Hey, you're Robert Kelly. I'm TJ Miller. We both have friendship bracelets. We do. That. Mine says, I have one and I left mine at home. And we both God have Rolexes. Damn it. We both have Rolexes, too. Oh, my God. What's up? Yours is classier. No, I, yours, is, yours is more expensive. That's, that's not true. Not, it's I the Hulk. It that's is the, Hulk. the way to go. I, know, I, I even bought it in the beginning. Yeah, but that's the Hulk. What is that's the, that? That one's What? You are. What? Yeah, take, hey, take, you're free. Yeah, this take my Rolex. No, Casio. Take my Rolex. I just no. bought a Casio. Take it. Really? Take it. that exact one. I bought two rats tonight at PetSmart. It's worth $24,000. Are you Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I was talking to him. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now that's a cellar table bit. <laughs> you bought two rats tonight? Yes, me and Jordan. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Pet rats? Yes, two pet rats. To right, eat the other off, rats in your apartment? No, to, <laughs> to make friends with Bobby. them and ask them to leave. And then yes. make a soup. To, soup to, to yeah, like, rats my apartment. apartment. What is, what the most that? important thing is, What's the, yeah. what, what are the names? Yeah. What'd you name them? We're deciding what we're thinking Richard to, because we have a taxidermied rat on a toilet named Richard, and we're thinking Richard to and Marlene. Why don't you name it Richard's brother, Mike? Michael Richards. Michael Richards. His yeah. set at the Laugh Factory won a little something like this. <laughs> is, it, is it a black rat? That is. <laughs> Dude, that video of, of Michael Richards flipping out, the funniest part to me is that there's a girl off camera during the recording when he's saying the M word. She goes, Kramer, no. Does she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear her go, Kramer, no. I, that was one of those ones where you saw it and you're like, ah, there's really no way out of this. This is how you watch that as a comedy? It's just how he says the n-word the like second or third time this is the f that like, makes you come oh yeah. no. this 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 is the face when you watch that as a comedian we did it <laughs> you watch it like this you're like <laughs> yeah and then you're like at the end you're like all right dude you gotta stop dude have you yeah, ever yeah, you yeah, stop yeah. it's like back of the room you'd it's go, like <laughs> you're like this is great and then you're like dude yeah you gotta, I, all right, if i was there yeah, i would yeah, be yeah. knee slapping like oh my god and then after a while i'd be like <laughs> yeah you gotta no. take him down when now. when dude? as a, this is why he's not a comic when people were blaming stand-up comics, right, I right. was like, not a not comic, a comic. Yeah. famous person yeah. that probably did comedy a little bit. A real comic would never use the N-word no. that many times. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's the famous video of Louie and Chris Rock and Ricky Gervais and all, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they're yeah. talking about the use. He's just being like, not only mean and terrible, but like dark. Yeah, he's, just, a he's weird, using it the dark, way they use it yeah. in Boston. Well, <laughs> did you ever see the video after that of a, uh, somebody clipped together Kramer's apology, but they used the episode of Kramer and the monkey? Oh, my God. When he's like, he's a monkey, Jerry. <laughs> he's a monkey. Oh, you want me to apologize to the monkey? I, I mean, thought you guys were going to laugh. No, 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 no. Can I say something? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's funny. No, but I'm also, not condoning it. I'm saying, well, wow, what a just, world. It's a funny idea, and yeah. so I'm laughing because I'm like, 
That's the problem. It's like that is uh-huh. making fun of him and yes. admonishing yes. him. Here's yes. But in yes. this state of... Here's what's funny. But, but also, when somebody I, does a when someone says something a racist joke and nobody laughs, it's just racist. Yeah, that's what's funny about what you just did. You went the monkey, and we both heard monkey, and we went like this. But it wasn't. I get it. It wasn't. You know what? E- I'm free. I don't give a fuck. Okay. A little racist too. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, the drinking. You gotta have the drink rim shot. A little racist too. <laughs> um. So let me ask you another question. Now, have you ever been on TV? Have you ever booked like a TV show, or what were you on? I was on the last OG with Tracy Morgan. Oh, really? Because I IMDb'd you after I did his podcast. Shut up! Really? After? So funny. You didn't do it before? Yeah. Fuck no. What if it sucked? <laughs> yeah, I worked at it. <laughs> what 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 were you on the show, dude? It was actually like the best experience I've ever had. Well, he's so funny. It was right before the pandemic. I was, my character was drunk guy, right? So I had one line where I had to go like, whoa, man. And so they, I'm on set and it was like time for my like line. It was like, oh yeah. Cause I, I had to be, I, he pointed like a girl to me or whatever. And I was like, you know what? They can always tell me to do it again. I'm going to fucking swing, and I improvise a line, and it broke the crew, and it yeah. broke Tracy. And they were like, yo, do, do it again. And so I said another line, mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, let my man rock. And they let me improvise. Can I be Tracy? Put me in another can I be scene? Tracy in the yeah. scene? Can we reenact it? Yeah. All right, so do the line. He had to point out a girl and goes, yo, that fine, I'll do it. All right. that fine girl over there is into you. I got it. It was a black girl, Sashir Zamata. I always, all right. Yo, yo, check out that girl over there. She's fine as pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out that. I'll- and then my my line was, my line was, oh, yeah. But what I said was, Michelle Obama. <laughs> yo, you got to let this, you got to let this motherfucker work. Yeah. Let this shit go. Let him do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah. let him eat. And he goes, he goes, go. Get her and I improvise. Yo, thing. get yo, let this yo, you do your your call. That's what it was. He you put a his, motherfucker. He put his you hand around his arm around me. It was amazing. Yo, you look and like a fucking crazy little motherfucker, but I like you. It was the best. And then at the rap party, at the gas party, he acted like he didn't know me. Yeah. It was amazing. He Tracy. I was like, Tracy, thank you for the happening. He was like, all right, little man. And then he just walked away. I was like, That's happened to me. So you're gonna make me a star. Famous people, famous people. And you've met famous people. Yeah. You know a lot of famous people. Yeah, I'm in the room with two of them right now. No, I love you that you said that, but that's crazy. No, it's not crazy. Okay, yes. Here's the thing. Then you go, well, I was on TV. You guys on TV, but it wasn't like it's different level. Dude, when you're on TV, you're famous. You're I'm, on TV. I'm talking about stereotypical you famous seller, people. You're famous. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But I'm talking for people watching this, and you know what I mean. Like, you've been in, you were in the movie Deadpool. One of the biggest movies, one of the greatest successes of all time, as far as movies go. That don't thing, spoil that the ending. Go, as far as comedy, as far as yeah. comedy and Marvels, that thing made made it okay to be edgy in these fucking films. Yeah, that's why I did. I was like, I don't want to do a Marvel comic. I already did Transformers Four as a joke. Why would I? I've already what done mean, that. What do you joke. mean as a joke? I just thought it'd be funny to be in Transformers. That's why I did the movie. That is? Do you, know, do you know why I did it? Why? Because that's a really funny intro, and Yogi Bear 3D had kind of lost its, like, funny. Yeah, because that was, like, your intro for forever. Yeah. 
Dude. It's like for a while, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, from Yogi Bear 3D, TJ Miller. And then that had gone on a little while. It wasn't really working. So it's like Transformers 4, that's really. So then <laughs> I would make people introduce me and go, ladies and gentlemen, from Transformers 4, Age of Extinction, TJ Miller. And once a guy didn't say Age of Extinction, and afterwards, I did great. I got off stage and I was like, can I talk to you? And he was like, what? That was great, right? You, did, you killed, man. I was like, can I talk to you? Like to him, I'm like, it's Age of Extinction. It's not Transformers 4. If it was just Transformers 4, then they wouldn't have put colon the age of extinction. Do you understand? And the kids like can't tell if I'm funny. Like he's like, is this guy being funny? And I was like, you think I would say Yogi Bear without the 3D? Because the title of the movie is Yogi Bear 3D. So I don't, is he sitting there I don't like, understand. How do and I he was just like, Yeah. And I go, I go like this. I go, but you know what? This is never gonna happen again. So you don't even have to remember this. Jesus and then I just, like, Christ. walked away, yeah. And you didn't tell him it was a bit? No, I keyed his car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It was a Sentra. <laughs> a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, so then that was funny. That was like a funny thing for a little while. Dude, to right? have the opportunity to do a fucking major motion picture as a bit. Can good we, God can damn. We stop and now it's the emoji movie. What? The fact that he, he said Sentra. It was a Sentra. <laughs> it's such a funny car. It was a century. Dodge Neon doesn't work as well anymore, and Nissan Juke wasn't, uh, it just wasn't enough in the cultural consciousness to use that joke anymore. But you, when you're around famous, famous people, right, isn't there a, there is a, I feel like there's a thing where you're, you're family. You you're family. Movie stars. Movie stars. You're movie stars. <laughs> you're, you're uh, give me this. <laughs> Giggling like a little boy who found a diary. Uh, we have questions. Oh my Some god! Of these are very fun. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. But the, like movies. No, he's doing for the show. It's for the show. It's hey, show. dickhead! It's, it's for the age show. of extinction. No, he Where's does it. Colin? He does it better. So listen. Um, yeah, yeah. True. It's not. It's a little true. Listen. Don't yell at people. You he yells at people. It comes over. You do it, and people get scared. Ian, I've just been the doing it He's longer. not going to put you in Deadpool Seven. I've only okay. He put himself in it. He <laughs> fucking got himself out of that. <laughs> Specifically three. Yeah. What are you talking about? Nobody's in that movie. <laughs> but when you're around those people, you feel like you're family, and you're. But then, they, like comics, we cannot see each other for years. As soon as I see, what's up? What's going on? It, 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 we we. The, but with actors, I feel like. When you leave, you're done. And when you see them again, if you're not in something with them, it's like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. It's a, it's a, it's a disconnect. It's a cutoff. I, I think, think. You're, I think you're right. I think. Well, here's what I'll say. I think that um, what you're saying about comics is completely true. I'll, I'll say that at the end of talking. About it. So with actors, there's so much inherent competitiveness, mm. and. Comics are competitive. Some, you know what? Somebody Wahlberg said to me when I was doing Transformers Four. <laughs> Age of Extinction. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, write that down, you piece of shit. Yeah. And so that's uh, the clip. He came up to me and he goes, he goes, um, he kind of asked because there was another comedian that did a part in the movie. And he's like, so are you guys like? Uh, I can do Wahlberg. You want me to do Wahlberg? Yeah. Yeah. Be Wahlberg. Hey man. Uh, hey dude. Wait, come here, dude. Listen to it. When you do the. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I got municipal coming out. It's my thing. But uh, my bro I know it's weird that I talk so... Oh, I, Did he I talk so suck helium? 
No, but I talk a little higher than this they do in the This is Wahlberg on his nitrous. Am I right, though? Yes, you are. He Does talk, he talk that high? Dude, listen to me. But he's one of yes. the toughest motherfuckers I've yeah. ever met in my life. Dude, I stabbed the guy in the eye. I, murdered, I almost murdered him, but no one... I got away with it, dude. I gave his family $6,000. Um... And a Dunkin' Donuts coupon for fucking five Dunkin' Donuts, dude. Anyways, go ahead. No comment. Uh, and it was a Wahlburgers <laughs> gift certificate. So <laughs> with him, he said, so are you guys like competitive? Do you guys all hang out? Are you friends? Was okay. kind of okay. his, you know, question. And I was like, no, I don't think we're competitive. And then I told him what I'm about to say here. But I said, uh, you know, and I, th I think there was sort of, we're all buddies. because you know. And then I said to him, I go, do you hang out? With like other action stars, like are <laughs> you like are you competitive with them or any of that? Yeah, and it's how fucking cool he is. It's insane. He's just like, why would I hang out with them? Yeah, he's like I'm not trying to because sometimes if Denzel and I do a movie together, yeah, I mean we see each other, but like, yep. what am I want to hang out with Matt Damon or Johnny <laughs> Depp? It was just this moment where I was like, yeah, Johnny Depp is like Willy Wonka, <laughs> and Matt Damon is making fun of Boston, yeah, kind of, yeah. with the whole- Yeah, but that would be different if the Hard Rock Cafe still existed. <sighs> I missed that. Remember that? Planet Hollywood. Because I'm comfortable? Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you are. So I have to be uncomfortable for you to be comfortable? On well, his own on show? On my own show? That's on you. I mean, it's not on me. It's actually- Almost on me. <laughs> me getting awfully close to being on I me. I am comfortable. Why are you sitting like a sissy chimp? I'm not. Why do you care? I don't. Because it's locked on something the inside of you. Well, don't do your little fucking trans fingers. I get in trouble doing this for Jordan. Don't do that. Put that, your gang hand away. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is like putting uh, you no, in the, no, the sunken place you get out. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. Um... So, you know, so I don't think, but no. I will say as an actor or a famous person, yeah. let's say you're a movie star, you meet all these people on a film and yes. then go ahead, do the whole thing. No, go ahead. And then you see people at the rap party. You can't remember every single person. Mm -hmm. Right. I think a lot of actors, like lower level actors will actually pretend like they don't know you as almost a status play. Yep. But what I have found in the world of movie stars, it's like you meet somebody like Kristen Stewart or Jennifer Aniston or yeah, even Adam Sandler. A lot of these yes. people, um, they don't forget you in the sense that if you're sort of in their world yeah. and you're kind, they understand that you're, they remember you and they're really nice about it, but there's no like, hey, and did you see my thing? What did you think of that? There's none of that. That yeah. just mm. it, that doesn't exist in that world. Mm. They would you would never fan. I would never ask Jennifer Aniston for a picture. That would that that no would end, no that would no. end that friendship. Some yeah. guy, some extra on the last OG asked Tracy for a selfie, and they kicked him off the set. I mean, and and the reason is not because oh you, I'm much more important. It's just like you don't seem to get it. We're all on the yeah. same side of the fence right now. Yep. Yeah. So let's like work together and not be like that. Yeah. And the greatest example is this guy, Ethan Suplee, who was in yes. American History X. He was My Glow. name is Earl. Yeah, my name is Earl. He's in Boy Meets World. Yeah. He now is like a fucking guru he lost. I mean, have you seen his? You guys would get along really well. Not because. We, uh, I, no, I movie, no because be both, honest. You? They I, were I, both I, fat. I just did a movie with him. No, really? I, really? I did Stavros's movie. Oh, awesome. I, I played his dad. Really? No and, way. Let me tell you something. He, I played Stavros's dad. He played his brother. Stavros's brother. He is 
fucking so nice, so nice, and, and so, so cool. funny. That's so yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, he's great. And so he's one of my best friends. So I love this I, guy. I love him. I have his number. Can I, Dude, he should be right on now. your podcast. And I know. You, have you been on? He his? lives in New York. Listen, I, can I say what he's happened? In Florida a lot of the time. I, he's in Florida. On but I think I think what happened. Did we call the N word. <laughs> I but it was three times. I thought comedy Not comes four. in threes. Comedy comes in threes. <laughs> yeah. Michael Richard comes in fours. <laughs> yeah. Ian Finance comes as many times as it'll take. Yes. If you got a dick. Yes. Yep. And a pussy. Come, I'm not have gay. You, have you ever come on another guy's dick on his hard dick? Just say yes. No, I mean this is interesting. No, I'm going I, through I a Rolodex of experiences sure. right now. Yes, that's the truth. Yes. yes, you have yeah. on a trans woman's yeah. wiener too. Oh, that's different. It is. You did both? Well, separate times. Yeah, but there was a guy and then the trans woman. What? Not the same Two separate night. times, but you ejaculated yeah, on yeah, the yeah. hard penis did, on it? Can I ask yeah. a question? Is that a what? faux pas? What? Like, if, if I was banging you know, a dude. No, it's a faux pas is you saying faux pas. Yeah, it's a yeah. faux pas. He's leading with the faux. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go with the pas. <laughs> if, if, I, if I was fucking a dude or a dude was fucking me and then he came on my dick, I'd be like, dude. Come on, dude. What the fuck, man? What the fuck am I? You napkin? The fucking come on your own fucking dick. That's about the first time I've spit out a drink because of laughing. Maybe in a decade. You know what I mean? If that happens, you can pull it back and fling it on him. And it's just guys. You're right. It is like, are we doing this? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Hey, I'm not your come off my fucking dick. Yeah, dude. I'm not finish fucking me. Yeah, I'm not a girl. You fucking treat me like a girl. I'm a dude. Who are you, who are you trying to convince? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not a girl. <clears throat> but you're right. That's the equivalent of ejaculating on a woman's stomach. Yeah, girls are like, come, what do you want me to come? Dick. On my stomach. Am I? Girls like that. If you come on a dude, you come on a guy's dick, it's like, dude, come on, I got to clean up your... You know what I mean? Or you I don't yeah, like but off. you've never had a girl be like, hey... Come on, my pussy. Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah, so uh, what's to say a guy can't be like, hey, come on, my dick. And as soon as I did it, the one girl I did, she was like, ah, this is a mistake. Really? This she is a had post-nut clarity uh, from you nutting? my hair. We Holy had, shit. We had to fucking clean it up. <laughs> coming is, I, can I be honest with you about coming? I don't like cum. I don't I either. Don't, I don't. I don't like it. I don't. But it's we fucking love the girls who love it. And then the question there is, do any girls really love cum? One. One. And I think she's from like fucking like Vermont. Let's Michelle go. Obama. <laughs> Yo, show Michelle loves come on her face. She got a dick. <laughs> she be fucking Vermont. allegedly. That Say is that. Michael Obama. That's, That's the oh, rumor. Stop and it. that is what I led with when I went to my 20-year high school reunion with people I hadn't seen in years. Oh, that's I was just going up to people telling them conspiracy theories because I couldn't give a shit less about where do you live? How many so kids? Funny. Yeah. You great. open up, hey, how you doing? You see Michelle Obama's cock? Oh, no, no, straight up, like, they're like, like, oh, my God, Amanda, so good to see you. Yeah, what have you been up to? Well, I've been kind of getting into, like, reading and I was reading that Michelle Obama is actually a man named Michael. And they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And there's no way for them to tell whether or not you're being serious. No, they don't have any Fun contact. for me, fun for me. Do women actually like cum? That's just the question we ask, stupid. Yeah, but there's women answering. All right, answer it. Tell us. Wait, do women actually like cum? I don't think they I don't they know. Do. Danny, you're up. <laughs> He's, if he's a woman, I'm fucking gay. Can I ask? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. So one of the things that <clears throat> I'll never forget, and I heard 
you know, I, I don't know at what point, but it sort of defined and shaped my understanding of what stand-up comedy was, mm -hmm. was a quote, and I'm going to butcher it, but you basically said, stand-up comedy is heroin. It's our heroin. It's even better than heroin, and so you mm. have to get it. You need more if you don't yep. have it. Mm. And the way you described it for the first time, I realized you weren't like heroin in a bad way. No. You were like, we're junkies. We can't get enough. We don't know what to do without it. Because yeah. so many people go, I need, I mean, even Pete Holmes, some of these guys, I need it. I need the affection. I need the affirmation. I need people to like me. I want them to, I need it. I need it. But the way that you described it was, it is that addictive and we need, we need it. We want to do it. But it's not like a naughty drug. It's like, at Cash Levy, I do this podcast called Cashing In with TJ Miller. It's amazing. Cash Levy, one of the best improvisers alive today. He said to me once, he's a real sage, he goes, um, comedy's the only drug where it's good for them and it's good for us. Yeah. It's good for the dealer. Ooh. It's good for the user. Sure. Yeah. And I thought that was, he goes, it's the only drug like that. But when you said that, I mean, like, I, I I always wanted to ask you like what do you think what do you how do you feel about that is it a heroin do you still feel like that now well yeah because like even tonight you know I've been going all day you know blah 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 family stuff kids blah blah all, you know wife and then you come down to the pussycat lounge there's eighty people it's sold out you get on stage and as soon as you get up there everything's gone yeah everything is all your fucking anxieties, fears, everything that my anger, my aloneness, my my kids stuff, my wife stuff, you know, all the it's gone and you're on stage and you're doing your thing and people are with you. You're saying outrageous shit and they're come you're saying whatever the fuck you want and they're coming with you and they're laughing. People that wouldn't like me if I met them at a party are loving me and I'm loving them. And we're, they want to buy you drinks afterwards. That's they, how much they just they want. You. They, don't, they just want to go. Thank you. Great job. Yeah. After, and you do this thing, and it's an hour, and uh, and you say good night, and the place like there's nothing else to do but just. I mean, and we're we're the lowest form of entertainment, like to people. You know what I mean? We're doing it. We're right. doing this thing, and it's us this and strippers. Yeah, it's it's like we're doing it in this oh, crap. Has been. Don't laugh. It's true. It's true. It's like I'm in a, a Moroccan theme, eighty seater, oh, yeah. and these people have just had the best thing that's ever happened to them, and I just felt the same way. Like I walked off tonight, like, "Fuck, man, we just warm." Did it. Yeah, and they're the walking away blanket. tonight. They're gonna go, man. That like was snorting fucking some off. fucking if good black done, tar H. If you if you do it right, and you they know I mean? they everything that you just said about yourself also happens for them. Yeah. Their uncle has cancer. Yeah. Their daughter hates them. They're whatever. They yeah. A ticket. They just had a ticket. Whatever it is. They've yeah. been sitting it's and just gone. watching a podcast, not laughing the whole time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he shouldn't it's, be uh, here. I don't know. Point the camera at him. Uh, he's not. You shoot him right now. Is he with you? Shoot him <laughs> and make it look. No, that he's with me. He's you see, how I said that's. With I don't me. know. Him. <laughs> that's how nervous I am to pronoun him wrong. <laughs> he's, so, I don't know him. I don't know him either. He's not. I thought he was with you. No. Dude, the only people I work with are wearing rave clothing from the waist down. You got you wear what are those? those are pillow shoes. Everything. 
I, that's, I just noticed. Hilarious. Yeah. Hilariously, they're very uncomfortable. Yeah. So it looks like old school popcorn maker. It is. It is. It's you know, Jiffy Pop. He toured with uh, the, Joe Coy for a year, and he gets those. Everybody on the tour gets Everybody those. Everybody gets uh-huh. one of those. Yeah. It's um, a Filipino slipper. So it's the same. Wow, you, he got you. He, I know you're Filipino. Your pronoun is there it is. Yeah, he looks like a so. Chinese Mexican. <laughs> Filipino because no one cares if they're racist against him. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So I think that happens for your audience, too. So it's you yeah. feeling nothing except for that. The audience, nothing except for that. Happiness, the joy, the laughing, all that stuff. And then when it ends, you would think everybody clicks back into the terror and the tragedy of life. But actually, there's a come down. Everybody's like, that was great. Let me buy you a drink on the way home. Man, that was so funny. Yeah, well, I like I like the guy before him, the one that's no, he was really it goes. And then hopefully at work the next week they have a moment where they're pissed something and they go, <laughs> like Robert Kelly said that fucking thing about the they get it and they go back to it. So those are like yeah. the flashbacks or whatever, like acid or something. Oh yeah, that's in your spine. And there it's right there. Yeah. And so then my other question is, because you're talking about family. Problems with the wife, whatever. Do you two think that sometimes other people see us doing that? They see that, Mm. especially significant others, and they're jealous, envious, frustrated because they don't have that. They don't have that outlet where they get on stage. You mean like people that we're married to and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Or friends of yours who are civilians? No. Maybe, but my wife. My wife. My wife gets gets and it. He's not in a relationship. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, gonna die alone. He lets guys. The cat eat. He my comes face. on guys' dicks. He's very so fucking what? It's insulting. No, it's Have not. Have some dick dignity. <laughs> oh, someone is. Did you help him out? Put that palm down. I can't help it. <laughs> I just. I just like created, Spider-Man without a web. I just created a gay thing too. Dick dignity. It's come. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I have come come everywhere. Like that. I have gone. What I'm. Mm. What I'm. What my. I'm lucky enough to, my wife is a civilian. She doesn't, she's not into any of the. We're all civilians. You know what I mean? We're she, not in war. What no, we, you don't understand what I'm saying. No, I do understand what you're she, saying, she, but it's like. No, you don't. She's a, you absolutely she's don't. a straight. You, you, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. I'm not calling We're my wife a straight. Cigarettes. My wife, my wife is a civilian. She doesn't sexuality. want ev- anything to do with anything performing or getting up in front of anybody. Yeah, anybody she's a regular human. We're mentally ill. A civilian. Yeah, I don't like that term. I don't care. Oh, go ahead. Go on your fucking podcast with that dude and use another term. <laughs> How dare you? She is a woman, maybe. Way more of a man than you. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Yeah, and that's why it works. It does work. It does, it does work. work. But what I'm saying is, is that she's a civilian. She doesn't you don't think that she. She doesn't know. She. And it, and, it, and it also hurts because she doesn't even understand it. We just did Boston Comics Come Home. 17,000 people. Oh it's my Rachel God. Feinstein. So it's funny. Mark Marin. It's Billy Burr. It's Pete Davison. It's Alex Edelman. It's uh, Tammy Pescatelli, a local killer. Lenny. Again. Rachel Feinstein is so funny. And I mean, Tammy but Pescatelli here, is amazing. it's unfun. They're killing. You know, you're on the show, yeah. and I got to go up somewhere in that list at the end. Thousand. And I'm like, I'm like, um, it, it's weighing on, it's here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's here. And we got to go up and just do it. Yeah. And then you come off and people are like, wow, that's so, you know, great. You know what I mean? They don't understand it. She, she'll never understand. She'll be like, listen, uh, I got to take Max. And it's like, I just walked off. Yeah. I just murdered in front of 17, the Boston 
fucking garden. Isn't that nice? This is where the Celtics play. Yeah, yeah. I just and she's like, that was great, honey. Listen, we're gonna get Max. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because so, also, what she thinks is, which I love, but that's why oh. I, but that, that's why I love her. That's what I love is that they, they don't. It's like there's no. It's what I do. Yeah. She loves me. She loves what I can do, but yeah. it's like Max needs to get something to eat. Your mother just called me. Right. It's like we're you right back. Call your mother. It's basically we're right back to the. You know what I mean? I kind of like that. I I think I think that's great. I think though that I suffer, especially because I riff so much, and yeah. so much of it is just like get on stage and just do it, oh. and whatever it is, it is. Oh. I suffer. I think sometimes. Kate and I had an ex-girlfriend who did this. I was on Transformers. It was very difficult. Age of I can call it that. Age of I can call it that. I was confused. Right, guys, Michael Bay can't. You, I can't. You can't either, and neither can I. So good call. Thank you. I'm with you. It's true. <laughs> you know, I wash my hands, right? Uh, no, with yeah, cum. in cum. I haven't been. <laughs> this is hateful. Congratulations. You'll always be funnier than we are. So my feeling is... I, Speaking I, of cum, you I guys have been sucking each other's dicks a whole night. We sucked your dick a little bit too. Yeah, well, we love know, you. I didn't come. I think take you're funny. a good long look That's at your tattoo. We don't want you to come. <laughs> you're free. You'll, you'll come on our dicks. Yeah, don't we don't want. We don't want any. I don't want any. We have women. I am gone. If we go home and our dicks smell like cum, we're in trouble. My cat is gonna eat my face alone. I don't think you're gonna Go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm into this thought. So, I think that we suffer, and you feel this too. We all suffer from, we go up, we kill. Then what people think is, well, it's easy for them. It's fun for them. Right. And also, we don't sit around going, oh, my God, right before the show, I was fucking freaking out. I was upstairs, Never. and I was like, and then I saw us. I go, oh, my God, what if he comes down and sees me, and I bomb, and I, that, we're not going to, that's not part of the story. Mm -hmm. And so I have had Kate, when we're in an argument, kind of be like, well, you you have fun doing what you do. You're, oh, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. go... Dude, I was just in the hmm. Dallas airport for five and a half thousand hours. Yeah. The only thing I can do is eat a second terrible sandwich from somewhere because I'm trapped and I've bought everything I need from Hudson News. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a ton of fun. Yeah. I go, <clears throat> the fucking manager keeps fucking uh, it up. They didn't give me the, I asked for the light at 35. I asked for a light at 45. I got neither of them. I did an hour and eight minutes in front of an audience on a second show Friday that would have loved me, but instead they're like, ah. that went on for a long time, and it's not my fucking fault. I asked for the light. They don't give me it. And then afterwards, I go up, I go, hey, where was the light? They go, oh, yeah, sorry about that. We'll figure it out. I'm like, this is the last show of the weekend. So you can't figure it out next time. Yeah. Now I'm fucked. I don't like how the audience felt, even though I did as well as I could without the only thing I needed was for you to look at your watch and shine a light at me. And you fucked off. that up because you were jacking off and coming on guys' dicks on the top of it. And as it it's came down. Fun. And it fucks people's <laughs> lights up. Now you got me heated. Yeah. I'm fucking heated. Stop coming on dicks. He's going to go home. The crowd didn't have shit. And now you're coming on dicks, and now everybody's coming on dicks, and TJ, the fucking crowd, I'm fucking heated now. Fuck. All I've ever wanted to do was please people. Well, stop pleasing them. someone asked me to, I want to make them feel well, good. Well, say hi. Well, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm not your father. Sorry. It is. It is, such, okay. it is such an amazing honor to perform here at the Wilbur Theater for all of my Oh, boy. What a fucking queer. <laughs> uh, I'll take I what's just... gayer than coming on a man's dick for 500, <laughs> yeah. please. And that's the Daily Double. <laughs> Woo!
Whoa. I'm recording uh, my special uh, Sunday uh, night. Right here, here, or uh, right here. This is his special. <laughs> what is, what are, I do. Plug it right now. Yeah, Sunday, man, December 3rd, my first hour special, The Cutting Room, New York City, two shows, so 7 o'clock, 9.30, ianfinance.com for tickets. It's going to be great. Did you it steal my great. one shot? I'm a Did yeah. You just steal, steal your two two sis. <laughs> That's my two two. You got your special. Two, two. I was behind that. I was behind on that the whole time. Uh, steal your two. I'm like, what? Two two sis. Uh-huh. Sis. That's funny. Wait a second. Yeah. Sis gender. And your special is available. Dear Jonah, streaming on my YouTube channel at TJ Miller. I also just released. A, a completely new- improvised special from the Stanley Hotel where The Shining was, the inspiration for The Shining was. It was a Halloween special. It's great. Where is this? I just, uh, it was in Estes Park in uh, Colorado. <laughs> so I did a full, I did a full special. And it's also behind the scenes and stuff. It's we go on a ghost tour, everything. And I also just uh, released the Spokane special, which is like 30 or 40 minutes of me riffing just about Spokane, Washington. And it's amazing because there are so many references no one can ever understand, but it is so, so fun. And then I have a documentary with this guy where we went to Philadelphia. I did stand up. We were there for the Super Bowl when it was the Eagles. This is the the guy you were talking about. He's the one that saw and he's like, oh, fuck, this opening is so cool. And so, yes. And so... um, and so that Philly special is coming out. a little boy that I We're finishing. Oh. We're, it's true. You two would kiss so sweet. Uh, um, no, they would and not then I, make a good I did, I did Dear Jonah was in Nashville. Three weeks later, I did a special in Tampa called The Philosophy Circus. And then less than a year later, I did a special in San Diego called The Gentle Giant. So I did three specials in less than okay, a year. So how many specials are up here? There's the Stanley special, the Spokane special, and Dear Jonah. And then... Uh, and then, yeah, it's all clips, but it's fun. It's like, yeah, just subscribe to my YouTube and you'll see all the stuff. Uh, but I have, uh, I'm about to work on the Philosophy Circus and that's coming out. And then I did an all crowd work special in Springfield, Missouri. And that's coming out, I think, in like next month or something. That's good. You're doing a lot of specials. Yeah, and they're all mediocre. Really? Yeah, Take that's, that's every true. single one. I'm all about the meaning. quantity over quality. Are you gonna, the I, meaning of the word special? Can I? Can I? Can I <laughs> Can I? You know, I have another mediocre coming out. <laughs> That's what you can I, say. But can it's I, not true. No, it why would you sing it? it instead of a mediocre? Why would you just turn into funny. a have you ever Helen sang Merman. things? It yes. feels good. I know it does, but I don't do it in public. Why <laughs> not? He's only doing it at home. <laughs> yeah. Shadows. I got questions from the fans for you guys. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, but um. TJ, are you are you gonna go stop? Why are you getting gayer? Because I'm excited. He only gets gayer. I'm excited. Slowly come out of the closet. You know what? It is fun to actually hear him there. Who cares? When you just let it out and be yourself, you're already doing it with your face. Follow it with your voice. No. There it is. Fucking love it. (laughs) I'm gonna come on your dick. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm taking you to the monster after this. I don't know what that is, but I'm there. It's just although I'm. Seeing at ten o'clock, so I do have to go. All right, we gotta go. Right, let's get, let's get these questions. I'll monster it up. Okay, let's get these questions. Yeah. Um, I forgot my glasses. Fuck you. Will you read the questions, please? Yeah. All right, here we're gonna have to do them. They have the autistic kid do it. All right, go ahead <laughs> Which and one? read them Jesus Christ. loudly like and proudly. Meet up go. In here. All right, from Steve uh, Cicerelli. Ian, that- <laughs> how is Ian? For is Ian? Who is this for? For Ian. Ian, this is for you. Focus. How sick was uh, Blacklisted? Get Bobby into hardcore, please. 
Yo. What? Dude, one of my all-time favorite bands, a hardcore punk rock band from Philadelphia named Blacklisted. They reunited. I went to the show. I stage dived. It was so fun. I sang all the lyrics. I cried. I got in the pit. I got some anger out. It feels good to be alive in America today. You got to get into hardcore music, Bob. You'd, I'm into hardcore music. Wh who do you like? Ten Zippers and the Black Fist and Come On My Dicks. It sounds like you were just That's naming... actually just one band. It sounded like band. you were naming Street Gangs from 1970 <laughs> New York. The Ten Zippers? Yeah, yeah. From the Warriors? Yeah. Come On My Dicks? Dude, Black I will I'm check it out. You, give me three bands. Did you like see... Did you see the guy at Skankfest, the blind guy at Skankfest who stage dive? He stage dove, but there was no audience. Oh, that audience. was bad, yeah. No, really? Because well, they were doing a mosh pit. Brutal. So he's he's blind, so he, the crowd was here, but then the, Lewis was holding them back to do a, uh, you know, they all come together. Like wait, wait, wall of death. And he goes, go! And we went, go. They all left and went to the middle, and he steered, go, and he stage yeah, bro, it's like, it's like they, so it was great. like a director was like, okay, in this shot, you're going to yeah. dive into I mean, it's a bit you it's see amazing. in films. Yeah. Scruffy. At those shows, they yeah. do push bits and pushing. Yeah. At hardcore shows, yeah. we do two-stepping and windmills and fucking spin wow. kicks. I don't want. I want to take you guys to a hardcore show. Get your hands off me! I'm a from lot Boston, of this has to, and you don't do that. You guys don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink and use drugs. Drinkers but don't go. ever grab me like that unless you mean it. Listen, <laughs> I mean. Uh, uh, Scruffy Bones. Read amazing. Scruffy Bones. <laughs> Ian, this is to you. Hi, Ian. Everyone says you're one of the nicest people to know. What would you say is your worst trait? Coming on guys' dicks. <laughs> that would, I've heard see. that complaint before. Uh, one of my worst traits is I love too hard. Oh, really? No, I'm very annoying. Love bomb. <laughs> I, I mean, that's like my wow, worst trait. that was comedic genius. That was amazing. <laughs> I love too hard. That was honest. What? You really I'm are annoying. fucking annoying. Fucking people can't stand it. <laughs> uh, that was very nice. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't know that I would consider you annoying. I think at, at the most, I would say you're a lot. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. A lot. That's true. I would I say a lot. People used to call me annoying when I was young. I hated that. I, I ain't going to leave a thumbprint on this earth. I'm going to leave a big old smudge. I do love you. And you know what? I'm glad that you're, uh, you're, I, I'm very happy you're successful and you're having success with your podcast with her. Thank you. And you, and you're doing well. And I hope you keep it uh, level-headed and stay who you are. Yeah. I did have a little problem with you in Moon Tower. We got into a little fight, remember? Uh-oh, I got to hear this. What, what happened? happened? He ignored me. Oh, no, Remember? that was you thinking I ignored you. I he didn't came out. I'm going to tell you this. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Let's do it. Uh, we're at Newman Tower. Festival, comedy festival. And uh, right he walks right. out of the hotel, and he goes this. He does this. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? I'm right there. What's up? Now, I'm his, I'm his papa. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I. But it wasn't personal. And then he didn't like even this. acknowledge and it. And then he went on his phone. He started doing this stuff. No, there wasn't a thing, yeah, Bobby. Like this. And I, and, I, and I went over to him. I go, listen to me, you cocksucker. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I was doing? You energy me again? I'm your friend. That's what you said? I said, I'm your friend. When you see me, you, you look at me in the eye and you come over and greet me. Because that's what I would do to you. I love you. And I grabbed you and I said, you say hi you know to me. what was going on with me? And it wasn't you? Now that's I fucking boss. I sat with a woman with a penis the night before without a condom. And Lucky was you. I had AIDS. Lucky you. You can't get AIDS anymore. You. They have AIDS pills. And I was looking Nobody dies of AIDS. Find all the texts I've said where I love you. I love you. And that's, that's why I keep, I that said to you. A lot. Thank and you. And I said to you, 
Don't give festival on me. Be you, because you're a sweetheart. Thank you. Stay you, and that's why I'm happy. so badass. I don't even think I could do that. I fucking, and you you know what? Bobby's the guy that's shown me through seeing your actions what boundaries are and how to stand your ground for it. Well, people I like, I want to keep liking it. I like you. Ready? I love you. TJ. That's amazing. TK Monette. Read it. Hi, TJ. Uh, is most good comedy rooted in tragedy if recognized as a form of escapism in the face of modern death anxiety? I'm going to throw up. God. I'm going to throw up. Dude, I love how mine are like, yeah, here, here's simple. Good. Here's just like, TJ, here's a philosophical what thing we've been pondering for years. I what the fuck? I that was like great. that it's like, everyone loves you. What's your naughty trait? <laughs> yeah. And then for me, it's like, death is upon all of us. Do you look it directly in the eyes or do you try and get away from it until your parents' mortality overtakes your understanding <laughs> Of any ability to deny what is ultimately your fate. Uh, read it again. <laughs> is most good comedy rooted in tragedy if recognized as a form of escapism in the face of modern death anxiety? Yeah, I think. <laughs> no, I think. I think. Listen, listen. All comedy, to a certain extent, you tell me. You know, I don't know. Don't suck you me into this me. fucking question. You tell me. Uh, is is all comedy? I don't know what a semicolon not, is. Good or not. <laughs> uh, you can just overuse it. it okay, okay, thanks. Ultimately, it's just if you were going to put a period, but the next sentence connects, put a semicolon. If it was going to be a colon, but it's not really the major like idea. It's a separate the two sentences. Thought. There you go. Yeah, I don't even know what I that is. Like Ian's hilarious, but he comes on dicks. Uh, <laughs> Which is gross. I think my semicolon, question. It's not the worst thing he does. My, my <laughs> uh, semicolon. It's the third worst thing he does. Have you ever ejaculated into the urethra of another man that's ejaculated? <laughs> no, but the night ain't over. The night's young. The night is young. Um, if you come into another guy's pee hole, I I'm will not that kind of guy. Come on a shaft. What kind of guy yeah, is that? <laughs> uh, do you think that good comedy or just comedy is all rooted in tragedy? Do you guys think that? I think yes. I I think it's based in fear, doubt, insecurity, uh, l- love, which and hate, and I think it's all. I think without tragedy, without a good. I mean, I for me, comedy is coming out of fucked up shit. It's our only way. To express us. Some people write poems. Some people act. Some people write songs. Stand-up comics tell stories and make people laugh with their bullshit. Uh, and and uh, even if you're improvising, you're going on stage and going, dude, what's up with this fucking jacket? You know what I mean? Did you steal that off of fucking uh, Olivia Newton-John? Yeah! Where did you get that? He did it! <laughs> and I bought it from her! Second <laughs> City alum, <laughs> Bobby. It was a fire sale. <laughs> Uh, would you get yes. so you're so you're sort of saying that like yeah and no one goes into a comedy show and it's like everything's great my life is great everything in the world is great let's go have a laugh <laughs> I don't yeah I don't think that no. Ian yes thank you for calling on me <laughs> I don't think why are you getting gayer comedy it, because I f- you've made you me feel more comfortable but you're turning into Liza Minnelli sorry <laughs> I think I think yeah, that more comedy is not comedy is not necessarily <laughs> Sorry. Come on, Libby. <laughs> Liberace? Yeah. I like it. Liberty. I know you do. Go ahead. Okay. I don't think comedy is necessarily rooted in tragedy. I think comedy, for me, is rooted in truth. And there is truth in tragedy, which can be comedic. It's just a matter of finding I'm sorry. It. I think that's There's a lot true. of tease. But we're sort of, we're sort of, we're kind of saying Thanks. the same thing. But to answer, 
that individual who, and I'm not going to pronoun them, but to answer that little fucking bitch, that sweet little pussy licking bitch, um, I think, <laughs> I, th- I think that yeah, some of the best when I the best things that I've ever done are sort of. I call them comedies of substance, comedy of substance, but it is, it's tragic comedy, which is the thing that we did in Philadelphia. And it's like, yeah, and modern death anxiety, you're, if you really think about it, there's nothing after this, and it's really hard to make religion real or actually believe in it. Mm. And so death now means something very different than it ever has before, at least since sort of Greece and the Epicurean approach to it. But yeah, it's like, the comedy's really good when it erases or really reminds you, forget escapism. Instead of saying, forget about death, it sort of says, this is the reality of how tragic our existence is, but it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. It's sort of fucking ridiculous. So let's like laugh at it. So that's the answer. Praise Jesus. And, and some people find me awfully annoying when I'm... On their D-I-C. Okay. <laughs> we all getting walker. Hey, don't be fucking straight now. Uh, <laughs> fucking lure us into being gay and then you turn out. Fucking alpha. Muppet. That's what Sherrod Small told me. We got an Aaron from Rhode Island. I have to... Come on, we're quick. We're quick. We're almost okay, done. Go ahead. Go. Hanukkah begins at sundown on December 7th. Who grew up the most Jewish, Ian, TJ, or Bobby? Uh, it's probably me because I don't uh, pay my podcast producers very well. That was his joke at the end? Yeah, that was his joke at the end. I thought that was probably good. who? He said it's probably me as himself. I think he thought Bobby was going to read the question. Oh. Uh, well, oh. Bobby, you want to read it? Or Robert, sorry, do you yeah. want to read it? Well, I mean, first of all, my podcast producers uh, fuck up all the time. They don't deserve the money I give them. Right, Max? Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I listened to uh, like an episode or two before I came, and that, uh, you said that exact, that sticks out in the... That your podcast that you're like are these fucking idiots i mean let me tell you something he fucking he he i mean he put an ad up that had no bad sound and he put it up and i and i says why I says, why would you put it I says to him why would you was it bad when you heard it? he goes yeah it wasn't that good i go then why wouldn't you say we need to do it over he goes i just thought we could do it what are you doing oh it's liz uh-oh is that liz dude i have to go yeah all right liz all right, Ian. Oh, Ian. Now, goodbye. He got yelled at by Iz. Liz. What? One more. One more time about the uh, the special. Oh, thanks. December. December third, the Cutting Room, New York City. Two shows, seven and nine thirty. Ianfinance.com. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Sorry, Bobby. Vouch for me that I'm not in trouble. Thanks. Bye. What are you doing? You just hit the kid. Say sorry. I mean, that's terrible. Now, that's a JBL gift to yourself. Bye, buddy. That's why he comes on dicks. He's not a good person. Um, all right, listen. What do you think about that guy, really? I really I, I really do love him. I'll tell you, he came to the he came here with Stavros. Stavros' his friend. And he was at the Comedy Cellar Christmas party. Not supposed to be there. He's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't even work in the city. Doesn't even work. He just came to the city. New comic. Sitting there, eating away. Plate full of fucking food. And I went to Liz. I go, Liz, that's Stavros' friend. I go, I want you to go over there and kick him. I want you to go, who, who are you? And I want you, when he goes, when he tells you who he is, I want to go, are you a, are you a, con-? and then when he goes, I go, you got to go. This is for, this is a comedy seller, Christmas party. Are you supposed to be here? And let him answer. 
and she, I mean, dude, she walked over, and he's like, hey, hi, what's your name? He's like, hi, uh, Ian Finance, are you, are you a comedy, are you working at the comedy? Oh, no. It's a perfect of, impression. But. Plate of food, plate of food. I mean, fucking food in his mouth. He is so happy. He, she goes, do you work at the comedy? I, no, I don't, not yet. I mean, I, I would, I, hopefully someday. <laughs> she goes, you got to go. He was like, okay, oh, no, no, okay. And he pushes the food, pushes the food. Okay, I'm sorry. And I, and I walk over behind him. Ah. And he went, fuck me. Yeah, that's so amazing. Why? Dude, it was one of the greatest things. And I, I was so happy because right, he was, he felt like he was in. Because, you know, yeah. you feel, if you don't, if I say this, people always say Patrice and blah, blah, is an asshole. If he doesn't say something to you, that's the meanest thing that he can say. That's the meanest thing he could do. Uh, that is such a perfect, are you a guy who can do perfect impressions of everybody, but you never do them on stage? I don't do any impressions. Any impressions. You just did two. Thank you. Dude, I'm so glad I had you on. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Finance. I, perfect. Yo. Pitch perfect impression. Pitch perfect. You know. Brando. Who? Brando. Brando. I told you he's a fucking asshole. I mean, you said, asshole. you literally said two things. I say thank you. He and stopped then, doing that when he cut all the weight, you motherfucker. He, he yells out Marlon Brando. You've done it on other Shut up. Oh, I should pay you $2. It's part, it's part of your charm. Um, How do you like doing the podcast? Um, well, seeing as I don't make a lot of money on it, I love it because it's out of love. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I love doing the podcast. I love. I, I've. I've. Uh, I like. I like doing. I like the way we're doing it now. It's less people. I used to do it like five or six, sometimes eight, and it yeah, was I kind was of surprised. a. It was a running gun. It was a little little hectic. Now it's a little more. It's a little funner. Yeah. You know, I have people on that I want to do. Uh, it's a little slower, and uh, I still love it. And I. I, I love these guys I work with. They're fucking great. They're all young comics. I've seen them get better in the last year. You not know, a lot better. No, 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 no. They're not good, but better. <laughs> I use the word better. Uh, you know what I mean? They're I'll, never gonna make it. Like they're literally not. Their dreams. It's not going to happen. <laughs> like this, after this, it's they're back to whatever they did. Now I hear Ian. You know, the back of my head saying it's funny because it's true. Yeah, it's true. Truth. Um, I, uh, I wanted to ask also, so when you kind of do stand up now, you said, I think you were almost about to say, um, the, uh, fat black pussy cat is packed out. It's you go on, you do that. Are you still sort of like that? If you're in a room, it's a good audience, maybe even not a great audience. Do you still want to get up, do the spot, have a set? No, not as much. Why? No. When did that change? It well, it's always been that way for me. You know, like when I had to do comedy as a job, I had to do it. I had to go to these places and work these rooms and work all those shows and and I would push through it. Like right now I'm pushing through a new hour and trying to become better. So I hate it. I hate it. You know, because I have a couple new jokes. And the this weekend was the first weekend at like, okay, so comics come home. I try to do a new 10 or 15, 20 minutes every year I do it, right? I've done it 12 years in a row. It's an epic show. So I got to do a new set. So I had two new jokes that I, one I wrote this year, one was a year and a half old or something like that. And it was, I fucking, I went up and did those jokes 
and they crushed. Yeah, and I was like, I, they're, they're completed. You know what I mean? It made me feel good. Like, I have two jokes. Because the way I write jokes, it takes years for a joke to become a joke. I don't write setup, punch, tag. I'm going to tell a story, and then I'm going to detail the fuck out of it, and then I'm going to polish it up, and I'm going to make it big as fuck, and then I'm going to shrink it, and then I'll make it big again, and then it's going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Stories I'm getting, have to happen. Also. I get laughs, bing. I grab your fucking neck, and I hold on to it until the end of my show. You know what I mean? Or my end of my joke. I don't like to give you a breath. I like to just step on their necks, bing, 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 bing. That's my style. And it takes a, a long time to get that. I just can't write a, you know, you see what happened in the news today. I can't do that. It's not my thing. I admire people who do it, but I don't do it. So comedy for me is fucking terrible and hard and awful until I get to the point where I have that hour that is done. And I'm like, and then I enjoy it for a little bit. And then I usually kind of fucking fall out of it. And I got to come up with something new again. You know, like I don't. Th every once in a while I'll do an hour and I'm like I am fucking good yeah. every once in a while I'll do an hour and I'm like dude I'm a fucking motherfucker at this beast you're a beast but a lot of times I'll be like fuck like, like you know Colin Quinn says it he goes if you don't walk off stage kind of fucking oh, I did that joke shit I did that or I said this that, you're not a comic we walk off stage going fuck a lot of the times, like, ah, fuck, I, I could have done that. I, should, I did that old joke. I, ah, this fucking, I said that hack thing to him, you know. But that pushes you all the time to never, people who think they're the best, no. well, I mean, you're garbage to me. Garbage. And uh, are you, because I actually just now, I'm at a place where I'll write jokes, they work, but I'm like, I don't want to keep saying this. Yeah, and so then I lose a lot of, you know, I've I could do twenty minutes, but I only like five minutes of it, so I discard the rest, and I'm looking for a story like my Aristocat story. Right. So then, of course, because I'm me, I do want to ask, um, how much do you improvise? Do you improvise at all? Are you riffing? Day I go up and I go up in the front, and I fuck around all the time. I always go up in the front, and I'll. Because I, I kind of get a cast of people that are going to be in my show. Yeah, which is great. That, that I think, is the highest form of sort of impro improvisational stuff. Yeah, I go up and get a, a little cast. You guys are, and I know you, you can't because you're a cunt. You're great. You're cool. I, you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to get it. I get all those people, and I incorporate them into that hour. They're coming in and out of that. I'll even use you. Like tonight, I used the guy's name in the bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But... Then when I go into my bit, like I have a bit about um, my tiny house, owning a tiny house. It's 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 it's. Do you own a tiny house? I do. Yes. <laughs> That's the other thing that sucks about my stuff is that I have to. I have. Well, to you go really cut a lot of weight. I have. <laughs> Killbox. I. Uh, but I, you know, I like I like I I I like to switch things up. I I I like to do the joke. It's the same joke, but I like it to be done differently every time with different passion, a different energy, a different something somewhere, <clears throat> a little more or a little less every time. It depends on the audience. Depends on the audience. You've got to have 100%. different delivery for different audiences. Yeah. And then have you ever riffed, have you ever gone on stage with no jokes? 
That's a good question. Um, no, because I have jokes. So I can't uh, say hurt. that. No, I'm that saying, really be, hurt. No, because listen, I didn't think this would end up with me tonight with a gun in my mouth going. <laughs> no, listen, don't do it, TJ. TJ, listen. He listen. liked the Critics' Choice Awards. No, speech. listen, 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 listen. I'll tell you why. Because and that's it. And I go on stage, and like I said, I'll regret. You go on stage, just hanging out, doing your shit, and then when it goes bad or something starts to feel a little off, I can just go to that joke, which I think. Kind of sucks sometimes because I think in this stage of the game now, I, okay, I have to do, I have to kill because I'm getting paid to kill and that's my job. I don't have money. Like if I had fucking a million in the bank where I could just take a year off and fuck off and go and do stuff. And that's an excuse, by the way, I can do this, but it's an excuse. I... I would go and just fuck off. I would love to just go on stage with a thought and do it. But I like telling jokes. I like telling stories with details and punchlines. That's my way of doing it. Like you do. You go up and fucking do whatever and freestyle. I love that about you. That's what, one of the things I love, that you just go the fuck off. You're going down a road, and you do, I don't know where the fuck it's going to end. I love that about you. I love Gary Gullman. He's one of the best joke writers out there, and it's so crystal fucking precise and smart. I love it. Colin Quinn can take any topic and break it down to the fucking truth of it to make you laugh. So for me to be able to go up there and I, the jokes are there. So it's like I can't really, I don't think I could just go up there and go off for an hour because I would be scared at one point and go, I need to get a laugh. And I think actually I sort of, with the flip side of that, sometimes I have some material and I'll ditch that in favor in favor of improvisation. Yeah. Because I'm like, what I wrote is not, I'm going to, so out of, you know, maybe fear, maybe comfort, uh, maybe cowardice, uh, I'll recede into just riffing. Yeah. And not even crowd work, you know. I will. I have been like, ah, fuck this. I'm going to go into the crowd, but I'll I'll go into the okay. That's not working, and I'll break the fourth wall. And not even, there isn't a fourth wall. That's why I hated improv. I love doing it, but I hated that if you were bombing an improv, the audience had to pretend this is going to be fine. Everybody in the improv group had to pretend that it's fine. And there's just this sad moment of them bombing and the audience being like, ugh. And no one in the improv team can be like, hey, this isn't going well. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the next thing. So I'll, go, I'll do that in favor of trying to make my next sort of weak joke work. Right. So I'm always fascinated by the people that can go up and they've done this joke a thousand times. And what they're trying to figure out is... If you should say and yep. or also or whatever it is in, the, in yeah. terms well, of that. Yeah, I, I, I'll try to fuck it up right now, But, uh, you know, I used to, when I hosted here, I would go up and improv and kill. But my jokes, wouldn't. I couldn't go back to my act. I had to stay uh, into that. So I, I started going on the road and I was, I, I was like, oh, fuck. I, if I went into my improv instead of fucking with the crowd or just going off... It was so much better and fresh and, and that when I went back to the joke, it was like, what? So my goal was this, and I've, I've, I've pulled it off a lot of the times. 
you don't know if a, a lot of people I like when they come up, they go, did you just make that yeah, up? Yeah, exactly. So I don't want you to know jokes. That's why there's people. Because I'm bringing them into the joke. I'm going. I'm using you to get into this thing, and you don't know if I just made that the whole thing up, or I'm just telling you a story, or not. I like when they don't. Did you? Was those jokes? Yep, a lot of jokes. I got around. I I could do just jokes if I wanted to. Right. But I like to go weaving and out, so you don't know what I made up or what's. This is you'll never see this again because it was with you and you and her. But these jokes, you'll see again. They're but it, also, the they're tried and true. I'm not presenting you yeah. something. And that's Pete Holmes used to be great at this. I don't know what he's like now. But I talked to him, and I do believe the best would be if you have a huge Rolodex of just all the bits you've written over 10 years, 20 years, whatever, and then you're riffing until you get to a logical moment to go into the joke. Yeah. And that's why I use that joke. I've done that. A co- I've did that a couple I times. I think that is really, really cool. The thing about that I is, like, like I feel that. I feel guilty about doing an old joke that I've done. But you know, again, like I've talked to Quinn about this, who I, who's my kind of guy. You know what I mean? I look at who I'm like, wow. Is it's like you know, sometimes you got to go back into that. You can go back into that joke and bring it out, and it's and, fun and fresh, maybe because yeah. you haven't done it in two years. Well, co- mm-hmm. comedy's become rock and roll, which kind of sucks. Because right. now, like, let me, I've seen I, that joke. Let's hear that joke. Right? Yeah, it's not like where they, it's like, oh, dude, I heard that before. It's like, okay, I get it. They and and comics are putting out a new hour of material every year because it that that's how they make their money and Netflix makes their money. So it's a weird time where I think back in the day, an hour took three years. Yeah, exactly. And I, Nate Bargatze, I remember I saw him drunk in a bar somewhere. He's like. I don't believe in this Louis C.K. thing. It shouldn't take you a year to make. It should take you two years, three years, as yeah. long as it takes to perfect yeah. it. Yeah. Obviously, that worked, but also Netflix is pushing him to do this. Yeah. So I, I agree with you, but for me, especially with what I do, yeah, yeah I can do the Spokane special, the Stanley. Yeah, but nobody's doing what you're doing. Like, I'm doing well, kind of. it's not great. No, no, so, no. I don't think so, dude. I think. back there. Seriously, <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't look at man. You're um, you're unique to what you do, man. Thank you know, you, there's man. a lot of people doing the same shit right now. They're right. They're doing crowd work stuff, or they're yeah, doing um, a lot of that. That's man. not that's not good. No, there's a lot of that, and they they didn't do crowd work before, but now they got to get clips, and everybody's hunting yeah. for clips. Yeah. Favorite thing about being a New York comic now? Yeah, sort of where you are in the your your own empire. You're one of the kings, all that. And least favorite thing about being a New York comic now? Um, well, the Arabs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, like we were talking about, you know, the whole Palestine. Jesus, thing. Christ. I'm kidding. You told yeah, me not to talk you about know, it. You know, off camera, the stuff you were saying earlier, no, off no, no, camera, no, 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 about how they should kill no, them all. That's I forget the one, which one did you say, TJ? Did say, you say which side? Did that's you say the one thing I love them? about New York City is that when you look out into the crowd. It's fucking everybody. You got yeah. Jews, you got Arabs, you got black, you got Puerto Rican, you got white, you got Filipino. all of, well, not too many of those. But, <laughs> but I mean, do you really do? We had a, a clip where there was, you know, there was a German next to Jew, next to Arab, next to, I mean, I mean, everybody was in the crowd, in, especially at the cellar. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place where the world Because everybody comes. came from all over the world to go to. And they laugh at it. And it's a, you know, so 
I don't know if there's anything bad about New York City to me is I've always said it. You want to be a stand up comic, you move to New York. You want to be famous, you go to LA. And that's not a bad thing. There's two, you want to be the best, there's two things. Coincidentally, they're both the only art forms that were invented in America stand up comedy and jazz. Those two things, if you want to be the best in the world, not in the United States, in the world, Paris fucking jazz musicians, if you can really do it, if you really want to do it, move to New York. Same everywhere in the world. So, and yeah, musicals also were fucking, and yes, Zydeco. But stand up comedy and jazz. The best people in the world are doing it here. Yeah. And you know how much their money you know how much money they're making? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Making fucking twenty-five dollars, seventy-five dollars, one hundred and fifty dollars. That's it. And they're doing multiple sets. And the jazz musicians, I'm taking him to this jazz club called Mesro. My buddy owns it. It's amazing. Those guys do three sets in a night and they walk home and they're amazed that they made five hundred dollars. Yep. It's the most and they are so good that during the pandemic, I went to Mesro. And I surprised Kate for her uh, for our anniversary, and I rented out the club because everybody, you know, it's pandemic. And I said to Spike, I go, "Do you want to do? Can it be your trio? Do you want to play?" He's like, "TJ, it's the pandemic. Okay, nobody's working. I'm gonna get you some of the best jazz musicians in the world." And it was so real that I go, "Whoa!" And he said again, "In the world." And then we went. And these fucking guys, it was just a trio. It was a bass player, a drummer, and a piano player. They played, and we couldn't fucking believe it. And then they're like, do you have any, you know, a request or something? And Kate goes, I love Chet Baker. Can you play? And before she finished the sentence, he went into My Funny Valentine, which I don't know a lot about jazz. Kate knows it. went into My Funny Valentine. And I swear to God, both of us started crying, like, within a minute or two. I started, act, like, for reals, crying, like, can't stop, so why am I trying to hide it as a man? All And it was so fucking real, and I realized, like, this is true. And then, I think, like, not, but, like, a while later, I went and I saw Atel here murder. And then the I best. saw him go up at the stand yeah. late night and have a really rough set. Yep. And it was still fucking incredible and i was like this is it this this is why i'm here this is why we come here if i can even include myself in the we absolutely this is why we come here because it's you can do it the highest most elevated form and also you have to do the work you have to do the work and if you think any of these people don't do the work then watch godfrey after he's murdered closed every set all week then go to indiana and have a pretty fucking rough Show yeah on late on the first and then yeah scream at white girls all night long afterwards shut the fuck up no no he's I mean you're right Uh, I I think it's uh, well said Godfrey Detell Quinn Norton you well even the younger guys too all the people that are here now you Ian um, Jordan um, Simonson I mean it's 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 a it's a constant flow. A and machine of holy shit comics. And it's the best. But I, yeah. I think I was interested if you were going to say the thing I don't like about New York is this. So I love that you said nothing. There's nothing. But I think, you know, in your position, is it strange to be sort of at the top, the top, top, top of New York comedy with Louis and Attal and these uh, people that are, is it strange to be there? And what does it feel like to be there? 
I don't. I don't even. even I don't even, I don't even think about it. There's not you even think about it that way. No, I don't think any of us think of it. It's just that, you know, where, you know, I'm sitting at the table with, you know, uh, Norton or some dude I don't even fucking know. Yeah. And we're all sitting there, and we're all about to do the same thing, and it's like, you know, I we've we've just been here. Longer, you know what I mean, and I won't be here someday. You know that's the thing. I've there was guys that were here when I got here, so I'm just grateful that I'm still sitting at the table with the young bucks. There was guys at the table when I came here. I don't know where they are. Yeah. You know what I mean. So to be able to sit at the table with Atel and and you or Quinn or and these young kids, I don't even fucking know their names. Or I've never seen them do stand up, and I'm like, what's up? To still be at that table and know that I can go on stage and and fucking crush it and do good and fuck around and hang with the New York level of comic yeah. is is awesome to me. I don't I don't think any of us look at ourselves as like we're the elite because we're all just going to the club to have a to try a new joke, to become better, to have new stuff. So that we can still, we can feed that thing. You know, we're just trying to feed that thing. Because if we don't do new shit, if we don't go on stage, if I'm looking at Norton, he's, oh, fuck, he's so good. If I go over and I see Colin, motherfuckers talking about that goddamn uh, constitution, what? It's not funny. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there doing the same thing. I'm still fucking a stool like I was 20 years ago. yeah. You know, it's that's the thing that you can go on stage. We don't have a fuck. No one ever goes, dude, great set. Yeah. I've never heard great set from my friend. We go downstairs, we do what we do, and then we come up and we fucking kibitz and we have some food. And then, you know, we uh, we bust balls or we talk about something and then you leave. To be still part of that is crazy to me. But don't you think that it's because you've never had a great set that yeah. people don't say great set? The fuck are you laughing at? I've never th thought of that. You never thought of it. <laughs> Maybe that's right. Um, and then I'm always interested in this because everybody has, when a young buck, as you said, like yeah. when some young comic comes up to you and he's like, "Yeah, what's the secret?" Or maybe it's not even a secret. It's just like, "What's what's your?" You've always heard this. What's your advice for like a young comic starting out? What do you say? I said what Joe Rogan said to me. Fucking. 28 years ago just get on stage just work you just get there's no listen if i tell you advice i'm telling you my advice that worked for me you know the you know just get on stage don't listen to anybody don't fucking ask anybody's opinion i know you want me to say you got it kid yeah exactly fuck all that and you, you get might on stage have kid you might have it, but I don't know until you get on stage. Dude, no, I won't even time. know that. Yeah, get exactly. on stage as much as you can, and you will become who you're supposed to become. That's the only way you'll know. That audience and you make those decisions together. I can't help you with that. Because if I listened to Maria Falzoni and Dave Fitzgerald from Boston, I would have been a clean comic writing fucking uh, Leno jokes. Yeah, yeah, right. I had gotten a fight with them and told them to go fuck themselves and wrote my jokes. You know what I mean? I went down my road. You know what I mean? So, you know, I went up to Joe Rogan and said, hey, what do I do? And he was like, just, there's no advice. 
Yeah. Don't. There's no advice. Get on stage, and that was the greatest advice I ever got. And I I give that to every kid just because this business will filter you out. If you're not funny, you will get smushed out. Yeah, there's no room for it. I went up the, the person I did that to. I went up and Orny Adams was headlining at the DC Improv, and I went up to him and I was like, "Hey, I'm a young comic sort of starting out." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to." See that girl in the front? Gosh, she's so hot, man. I'm trying to see if she'll talk. Mm. I'm like, okay, I guess I don't talk to this guy. Then I went up to his feature. There's this guy named Buddy. I haven't seen or heard of him. And I said to him, hey, do you have any advice for a young comic starting out? He was like, just go up and bomb. Just bomb. Just go up there and bomb over and over. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy talking <laughs> about? I don't want to bomb. Yeah, what a fucking idiot. I understand what he meant was like, it doesn't matter. Just go up and don't care and eat shit. Sure, and yeah. that's fine. And keep sure. going. So to bring it back just to you were talking about sort of other actors and actors around each other and super famous people. And we we're talking about movie stars, all that stuff. Right. So I think the difference between actors and comics is and this is what I love about comics and why I've always related to them. And my, all my all my friends are comics. And my, the only true like friend friend I have is Ethan Supley, who's an actor. That's the, a truly that's the only guy. Jay Barishall, I think is an amazing dude. I'm friends with him for sure. Anna Ferris, yes. But really, Ethan and all the actors that I'm friends with are comedic actors. But I think comics have this bond because even if I don't like your set, I don't like what you're doing, you bomb, you're mean to me, I don't know, you're looking at your phone and not having, and you're having festival energy against me, all of that, still, every comic, you have this baseline respect. I believe this is about New Yorkers, but you have this baseline respect for the person because they're doing it. They're a, they just went up there. It's just them. Yeah. They're just as nervous or they don't give or whatever. And so because of that, you have this sort of respect. And anytime you get somebody who's like, you fucking suck. Are you kidding me? Especially in the cellar. But everywhere, I fucking hate it. Anyone who says that, you're like, you suck. Actually, you're the dude who, who sucks. Because you're trying to act like, I'm going to dismiss that guy. That guy just got up and did the same thing without anybody that you're about to do. And you can also suck. And you also might eat shit. And, you, and so because of that, to me... Comics, that's the most interesting fraternity of any artist because painters, my wife's an installation artist, painters don't have that with each other. Maybe they go, oh, God, when I'm painting, it's so do it. But it's not right there in front of people where you can have a room of silence and feel like you want to kill yourself on stage. And then you have to crawl off and hope that you can either get another set or that you can get drunk enough to forget how bad that went to wake up and go, ah, oh, what the fuck happened last night? Well, let's do it again tonight and hopefully it's better. Yeah, well, comics too is when you when you fucking die and bomb, the first thing you do is call another comic, <laughs> because we're like, yeah, dude, you know, we're fucking yeah. I just bombed too. I mean, nice. Me and Voss would call each other yes. coming back from shit gigs, shit audience, no tickets sold, driving hours back in our fucking cars, yeah, yeah. just talking in about our these. Nissan Sentras. Yeah, I mean, seriously, fucking. Honda Accords, yeah, and we would just be like, dude, fucking, I had this and that and this motherfucker, and we would just crack up yeah. about where we the were. The waitress at. told me to be quiet because I'm interrupting her chicken tender order. Oh, dude, I'm like, so can many. we not do? She's like, Shh, I'll be done in one second. And the, the first couple times I headlined, I freaked out. I called this guy Isaac Witty, who's amazing. I called Tignataro. and I go, I'm bombing in Kansas City. I cannot. The check drop comes. I'm, I am. 
I'm dying. I am dying Kansas, out here. Kansas City Improv? Uh, Stanford and Sons. Oh, so, And so, yeah, yeah, that was, you know, the first Wednesday, I, they were doing beer bands. $20, all you could drink. You get the wristband, but they were serving them in the small plastic cups, and then they told the waitresses, <sighs> serve them and don't go back for like 10 minutes. So everyone's angry. Where's my beer? They're trying. They're so drunk. They'll order five at a time because they're so small. I'm eating it. And I call so Tig, and I call Isaac, and I'm, like, walking around the fucking motel. It might as well be going, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And they both said the same thing. They both went, yeah, unfortunately, the only way to learn how to headline is to headline. That's it. You got to bomb, and that's what it is. And so those types of conversations, you're right, they only happen, you know, between comics. Yeah. And it's just not the same. If you're acting, if you're, you know, it's just you don't, the risk is not that high, you know. It's, well, you bomb in acting. Stakes are not that high. If you bomb in acting, that that's forever. You bomb in comedy, it's just that it's night. It's just that night, right. It's just that, and you got another show coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you got to do it. And in New yeah. York, but that heroin thing, I always thought about you saying that because in New York, you know, I say chasing the dragon. In New York, I do, I will. I'm not happy about that set. I got to figure out where to get another one. Are you guys still performing the stand? Can yeah. I get up over there? What's still going on? Is the strip still happening? Are they doing you know auditions tonight? It's Tuesday. Can I get up? The only reason I didn't work the cellar for a long time, and the only I live near here, that's part of it. But the only reason I really, really wanted to be a comedy cellar comic was because they were the ones that one more show. We have one more show. Yeah. Can I get one more spot? I know it's 1:30 in the morning, but I just let me hit. Just give me five minutes, six minutes. That's when I started understanding that in New York. That's when I really connected with your analogy of yeah. that sort of heroin uh, like sort of component or element to stand up. Yeah. And uh, I do absolutely want to say that, like, to have that respect as a comic, it's like you considering me a comic. Louis sort of being like, yeah, of course you can sit here. This is for comics. Yeah. But also, it's just that is more to me and always will be than any movie star or director. I've worked with Steven Spielberg, and I cannot say how much it means to me. The pot, the things that he said to me, well, of course it was you. We wrote the All that is incredible. But a great comic, a legendary comic, sort of being like, yeah, man, oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love that. I love it. Oh. That to me is the highest form of sort of veneration or that i could ever hope for yeah and so it's incredible that you asked me to be on your podcast with such shitty producers yeah i mean they don't give a fuck they're looking at their phones they don't give a shit they don't give a fuck about you that's no. for sure they they're looking they're at actually, you as a gateway they're saboteurs. drugs they're, they're saboteurs yeah they they're they will if you said hey i'm doing a podcast tomorrow i need three producers they would leave me Tomorrow to be with you. Five seconds. And I guess I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to announce it on the show. But uh, uh, you're pretty sure, huh, dude, is my podcast. It's coming up. We're going to start what? it tomorrow. You're pretty sure, huh, dude? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a better name. But you're pretty sure, huh, dude? I got these three guys on it. I'm yeah. paying them. Big bucks. Good. And give them sugar. And I have a throne that's just a little bit smaller. Dude. It's still pretty good, though. I love you, man. I'm so glad you came on. That was so fun. And I'm so glad that we got so to good. hang out a little bit. And now that we're I'm gonna fucking... I'm gonna start a podcast because I want I want to invite you on it. Dude, I would love to come on your podcast. I don't have one really. 
Look at this. You're all over the fucking I'm all place. over the place. TJ Miller comedy. does not have comedy. a website.com. House of Comedy going to Grand Rapids for no reason. <laughs> Traverse City. Who the fuck knows what's going on there? Why is there a little there? dude with a balloon coming down your site? That's, that's, a, the ha- most that's adorable. a hamster. Yeah. I love uh, that. What is that? It's a little hamster on a balloon. And he can, you can play with him? Sure. Dude, you are so fucking interesting. It makes me sick to my fucking stomach. That's great. Thank who you. does that? Is that you? Yeah, who does that? Not super funny, but very interesting. You're fucking hilarious. Thank you, man. I uh, I, I loved being on this. TJ Miller does not have a website.com. Do me a I'm favor. on TikTok. Yes. And all that stuff. Of course. Subscribe to my YouTube because we got specials coming out. There's always there's already specials up there. Wait till you see Philadelphia and Chicago and the European tour. All of that's coming out. But uh, most of all, listen to this podcast. I know you just did. Yeah, they watch did. this podcast a second time. Listen to me. I want to make sure that you go to his stuff. Go to Ian's stuff. Make sure you check out Ian's special and fill up the room for him if you can. If you see this, buy the tickets, get it because it's very important to us to pack those rooms up when we shoot these specials. We need a. You don't want empty seats, and I've seen it. I've seen comics have empty balconies and. F- don't do that. Just go out, buy the ticket, support that show. Uh, make sure you go, guys. What do you got? Go quick. Uh, Max Marcus Comedy, all social media. Faster. At Danny Braff on Instagram. He's the fun. Cheese Show on YouTube. Eric, what do you have? Too slow. And also lower your voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, At Eric Do me and uh, RobertKellyLive.com. Go to buy all my tickets. I'm touring until next year. And then, uh, yeah, I'm everywhere. Comedy Works, Improv, The Port. I'm at uh, The Brewery Live. Comedy Works I'm is all so kinds fun. of stuff. So please go there, get your tickets, and uh, and support me there. Bonfire every day. Of course, Monday, Tuesday, oh, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday. A fucking amazing. Bonfire, the you on, on there. It's so amazing. I would love to, dude. But Big uh, J and you is like the perfect. I love that guy. And I love Soda to Death because we're both Colorado kids. But yeah. I think you're a lot funnier. Whoa, don't better say, looking. Oh, all right, don't better say better looking. Uh, yeah, but, okay, you can better say better pedigree. Yeah, I'm a better pedigree. Better yeah. body. Can I Thanks. Plug Ian States I appreci- for him real quick. What'd you say? Can I plug Ian States? Yeah, of course you can. He's gonna be in Louisville, Kentucky, Homestead, Pennsylvania, New York City, Philadelphia, Calgary. They stop listening after. Four. Hey, you listen, listen. Don't say Homestead. It's in Pittsburgh. It's the Pittsburgh Improv, right? Oh my knee. Yes. Okay. All right, I gotta go eat something. I'm feeling peckish. We got go to comicrebels.com. For all your YKWD gear and use the code word ladybugs to get 20% off. But do me a favor. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's the end. I know. You probably already clicked. Just hit subscribe. Hit like and comment. And go to patreon.com slash robertkellylive.com if you really want to be donate. a big Don't support. make this a thing. It's like, ah, I don't want to. Don't do it for free. You love this donate. thing? Don't use the word donate. Supporter. I didn't say that. You said donate. No, I didn't. You said donate. Did I say donate? No, I said don't. Oh, sorry. Don't eat. What? Don't don't eat or ate that. No, don't be the guy. Don't be the person that is watching. Is like, yeah, oh, this is free, but you know, I should, probably should give something on Patreon. Just fucking five dollars. Ten. Ten dollars. You do twenty-five. This is a thing. Once a month. $20. Just give a little bit of money for something as great as this. I think that's really important. You guys are the best. Cashing in with TJ Miller is my podcast. Host Cash Levy. He's doing an interview show. It's a tough time getting guests. I've been the only guest on it for seven years. Cashing in with (laughs) TJ Miller. Uh, Yeah, thank you for having me on. Uh, Thank you for coming on. We'll see you guys next week. feeling peckish, and when he doesn't get food, he stinks. You know what, dude? Podcast. See you next week. Thank you.
been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.